When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N O R E. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players. You know what I mean? In the most professional, unprofessional podcast, and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be? Hope you're this is your boy N O R E. What's good is DJ E F N. This is Drink Champs Happy Hour. Make, Make some noise! And whenever, listen, this guest that we're about to introduce, the last time he came on our show, he said, Brothers, we gotta go back to Africa. And it seems like since then, people are going back to Africa. <laughs> They're going back to Nigeria, Ghana, so many different places that we gotta go. I know you've been to South Africa. Uh, well, uh, uh, this man, we just went through his discography. And when I tell you he got hits upon hits, I like he, he almost reminded me of the seal of this generation. You know how seal, no one no one gave a fuck what, what, what race seal was. He just made the best music and everybody said, fuck it. You roll with seal, goddammit. <laughs> He's the seal of this generation. Uh. He got the illest haircut in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> hit after hit. I'm when my first time going to Africa. I'm going with him. 
I see he just went with uh, Earn Your Leisure. Did y'all go to Africa? Actual Africa? Oh, wow. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into everything. But in case y'all don't know who we talking about, we talking about the one, the only, motherfucking Akon! <laughs> now, Akon, it's, you know, it was very interesting going through the discography, and I'm listening to Locked Up, right? Because when I Googled you, one of the things that popped up was, they said you was a professional. <laughs> a car thief. And you kind of said it on Locked Up just now. You said, you said my car is stolen. I ain't got no registration. His, I said he told us. He's giving you like, that's the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> we know you rich as hell Why now. are you bringing up all this shit? No, but because when, when you Google you, that's actually something that comes up that oh, says wow. that, uh, yeah, I believe you said it on a different uh, platform. So you used to... Uh, this is in New Jersey, I imagine. New Jersey Drive shit, huh? New Jersey Drive. Yeah, yeah. This is a while ago. So how, 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 what happened? Someone come up to you and say, let's just... Because <laughs> you're a sophisticated car stealer. <laughs> like, you wasn't like popping shit. You was changing the serial numbers and shit like that. Is that true? It was a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> how you start this shit with that? <laughs> you got to break the ice. Break the ice. It's no It's no Just expect that every time. <laughs> <laughs> but how did that happen? Um, well, getting back to the past, mm -hmm. it was like I was never the kind of person when it came to some. You know, what's interesting. Like, I I, I think I say the word that I was I, I kind of used the excuse that I was surviving because it made me feel better about it. Right. But that was nothing for me to about. It was nothing really for me to survive because my parents was actually really wealthy. Mm. You know, um, we lived like really? I was. When I was living in Jersey. We lived in a three-story house, just me and my older brother. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we had the whole house brother. to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I think about it, we were just bored as hell looking for something. You were just being a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But the, what was interesting was as I start watching a lot of my homies. You know, they were selling drugs, right. and I didn't understand like why s such hard labor for no money. Right. Mm -hmm. These niggas would be like on a corner. Rain, sleet, sleet, hell, snow. Born in Senegal. I was born in Senegal. Was born no, in no, Senegal. in St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. That's in St. Right. Louis, okay. but then I was raised in Senegal. And raised in Senegal. Yeah, I was. I was so raised what in age were you there in Senegal? I, well, I was in Senegal from birth. At where we were born in Senegal. I mean, in St. Louis, Louis. Shipped to uh, Senegal. Then when I was about seven to eight, that's when my mom and pop brought us back to the states to go to school. And every summer we would go back to Senegal. Wow. So he wanted to, pretty much my dad just wanted to make sure we was all born in the U.S. You know, he's always right. forward thinking since then. Right. He wanted to have a U.S. passport. Yeah, he wanted us to be yeah. a citizen so we would never have immigration issues. So he was always thinking about the future. Damn, them. smart. Wow. You know what I mean? So when I came here, it, just, it was just a matter of adopting. And I think a lot of my choices came from just wanting to be, a, you know, accepted, accepted right. amongst the, the, right. the, the crowd. So that's how I got caught into, you know, all the things that I got caught into, including cars. Because right. cars made me feel special. You know, I was young. I can drive into the most elite vehicles. Hmm. And then I ran with the, you know, the narrative that I was an African prince. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> You was using that back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> After coming to America, I'm like, shit. You know what I'm saying? That's a motivator, yeah. Because I was working at this barbershop, man, and you know, I met this Jamaican dude that was like, yo, you know, you know, he was in the cars. And I was like, man, every time I see you in a different car. And one day he was like, rude boy, let me show you something. You know, he took me to the spot. Took me, I was like, wow, this, I was mesmerized. And I was like, how much are these? He was like, $2,500 a piece. I said, what? How is that? Right. And he showed me the whole layout. And before you know it, I just copied and pasted. 
And, <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Because, so now, okay. yeah, when now, like, literally every other month now, I would come to school in a different car. And they was like, yo, where, you know? You, the I was king like, yeah, I'm an African prince. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm and they believed it because of the whip that I was driving in. So then I said, this could be something, you know, that I can actually make a career out of. Now, that's how I'm thinking back then. Right. So I was just trying to figure out the best way to do it. Then that's when Atlanta hit me because... I was getting out of high school, graduating. My pops and my mom's in Atlanta because my dad was a, a professor doing culture exchange at Clark Atlanta University. Mm. And that's when they just had the Olympics going over there with Freak Nick mm -hmm. and everything. I'm about to say Freak Nick. You know what I'm saying? So when I went out there, I saw all these just young, black, just really successful black people. I ain't mm -hmm. seen that many black people successful in one city since New York <laughs> You know right, what I'm saying right, Like right. It was Not even in Africa You ain't seen uh, Well nah Cause oh, yeah, I wasn't wow. there long enough To understand okay. what okay. that was At that okay. time right. You know so okay. But So that was just different But I saw a lot of new athletes Coming out A lot of artists out there And then Everybody was driving So right. I was like This could be the spot right. You know So right. That's where I just set up shop New Jersey in, No uh, in Atlanta, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. He said, okay. he said Atlanta. Everybody's driving So there's a market for <laughs> It was a what big was market for it I'm like y'all paying three Well at that time A hundred well, 150000 was probably the most you'll pay for a car, right. but those was even the super high line. Because at right. that time, even $90,000 was a lot for a Porsche. Right. You know what I'm saying? So oh, if okay. I can get it to you for like ten grand. Right. Oh, you so know? you was legit into that. Oh no, I was. It was that wasn't it was, like a pastime for a teenager to do. It was no. It became a real. It became a real occupation for me because I started finding the ins and outs. Like most people will go out jack people for cars. Right. And then of course. Me, it was always the biggest profit for the less jail time. Right. So mm -hmm. I started studying the law, and I realized, man, joyriding charge is a misdemeanor. You get out the same day. Wow. But the only way you can get hit for a joyriding charge, you actually have to have the key. So if you actually have the key in the car, That's a it's, it's considered a joyriding. So I was like, if I can just okay, get the keys. Get the keys in the car. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you can't let the trade secrets out. <laughs> right. There's other people. There's still people out there oh, outside. Now, yeah. I mean, now, the, the stuff back then, it, yeah. you can't even do it today. Now you got yeah. navigation, you got right. OnStar, you got right. cars oh, now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. on your phone, you can track your vehicle. So yeah. it's like, you know, so, so, the, so the crazy part, so what I ended up doing was I started going to the dealership and start peeling keys. And pretty much what that means, like, you know, you just go in, if you see a key on the table, right. you just Boom. grab that bad boy, go to the bathroom, hit the click, see which one opens up, and if the car light up, wow. jump in and pull out, right? At the dealer. At the dealership. Because wow. <clears throat> you got to understand, car dealerships is mad busy all the time. Yeah, they yeah, can't right. keep track of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're not even right. thinking about it. They see you in a car pull out, they think you're you think you test driving or something. Right, right. Or you might have wow. just purchased it. Yeah, you might be a customer that, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, they start seeing my face come through all the time. Right. They're like, this is a and great customer. Listen, hey, he's a they said, well, hold up. <laughs> so every time my face got burnt out, uh -huh. then I had to get another car dealership to go to. But then after a while, there was only but so many car dealerships. Then I had to right. find a whole new method. Right. Then I start hitting the valet parking. Ooh. Yeah. That's where the business was because he was putting the valet jacket on. No. Oh, okay. Well, he probably like, that's a great no. idea. That's a great idea, right? <laughs> no, I, it uh, actually ain't. Yeah, it really ain't because what happens is clearly, like, first of all, it's not it's not easy to get a valet jacket that right. matches the the company right, that you're right. doing. That's okay. number one. And they know each and other. And they all know each other. <laughs> right, right. So they'd be like, yo, who are you? I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. you doing over here? They would know immediately <laughs> with your the cabinet right now. <laughs> with your so, jacket on. Right. So I took the I took the diplomat diplomatic approach. I said, yo, let me just negotiate with these things. Oh. Yo, well, how much like do you actually make? How much are they paying you? Wow. They was making like, you know, fifty dollars a week plus yeah. tips. Wow. And I'm like, well, even with tips, how much do you actually make? They said, well, pulling off maybe two hundred dollars a week. Right. I said, all right, cool. If I can give you a thousand dollars a week. Mm. Uh. $1,000 a week, guaranteed. Uh, 
You just give me the spare key of any car that got a spare in it. Wow. And so you don't take it there. You take it when they go away. Boom. Wow. If you could do that for me, and only every time you get one, put them up. just give me a call. Right. right. And, I, and all I need is a, the key and a piece of mail out there with an address. Wow. That's all I needed. So, boom, they would get that to me. I just wait maybe a week, two weeks later. Right. Pull up late night. Car be parked right there in the front. Jump in. Psh, out. Oof. And that was it. Like, it was a real business. Wow. But then, don't forget, you still have to get the paperwork done for it. Right. You got to get VIN numbers yeah, and all that. But so, the beginning, you're just selling hot cars. You get caught, bros, drive at your own risk. Right. right. All right, the car's only $500, though. Like, right. just, these are squatters, right? right? But then, once you build up enough money, create the pawn shop. I mean, um, the, 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 the uh, what you call it? Uh, chop shop. shop. The chop shop. So, then I had a chop shop where I had some Mexicans over there that was super dope with cars. They big do, up to the Mexicans. Big up to the Mexicans. They would chop it up for me, change the serial number. Right. Then I had to get it registered. This is where the finesse has to be. Registered at the DMV? Yes, when you get it, it, has to, it has to come back. Okay. So I would go to DMV and I would just look for the most vulnerable, insecure, <laughs> overweight chick. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for that either. I wasn't ready. I'm about to go to hell. I should have told the story. So you know, but you know, you know, you just Vanessa, you know, take her out to eat. Right. You know, just sell the dream. You know, you just dangle the carrot though. You never beat. You never hit it. You right. just always make her believe that one day it's gonna go down. Right. And she'll just do anything for you. So I was like, look, baby, you know, right now I'm going through some things. You know, I got a few vehicles that I got, but you know, they ain't paid me for it. It just came off the truck. She was completely dream like. Green, didn't have no clue. Mm-hmm. I just need you to get these registered for you, man. You know, every time I sell one, I just give you some money out of it. Wow. And that's all it took. And before wow. you know it, every car we got, chopped it, got it registered. Then now we're in business. By the time we start selling Atlanta, it wasn't not nobody that was coming through Atlanta wasn't getting cars from us. But let me ask you, mm. how if, if if you ever got caught, how would you get caught? How, how would the police... Uh... Well, that's the thing. Like, I... Okay. And that was a mistake that I made. Okay. But normally I wouldn't, I, I never really get caught because I always went through middlemen. Uh-huh. So I was just a supplier and right. I would give it to the person that would go out and sell it so, out. My only rule was don't sell squatters to dope boys because that's how you get fucked up. Like, right. don't, whatever you do, don't sell it to no drug dealers. Because the problem with them is they drive in any conditions, they move, they dry and dirty. Like, they give you all the reasons right. for them to start investigating. Right. So, after so many dope boys get caught, right. then now they're like, okay, well, all these cars are kind of the same. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they can start following but, situations before right. you know it. It leads all back down right. to them, and then they're going to rat you out. And in time, that's exactly what ended up happening. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, a dope boy got caught in the car and said, I got it from the Princess Zamunda. <laughs> well, well, see what what was saved me was the fact that I never really met the customer. Oh, so when so we went, point you so out. when we went to trial, because I ended up getting the trial, nobody recognized me. Right. So my attorney was just super amazing. He was like, "Look, man, you know he's he's a customer like they are." I didn't even I, honestly, I didn't know my car was even stolen. Wow. I was just driving. I thought I thought it was legit. <laughs> well, now they know. <laughs> Way over, way over. It'll never happen again. That was a once in a lifetime opportunity. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> um, do you see like uh let's get straight to it, man. You always get straight to something. <laughs> let's get straight to it. Listen, what you get I heard to, so much beautiful music that you made. I'm trying to think who the hell could battle you at versus. Versus. And has Swiss and them been calling you. I know they've been 
You know what? Actually, um, Swiss talked to my little brother about it. He okay. talked to Boo about it. And, 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 and Boo kind of hinted it okay. to me. Um, but I was just never, I don't know. I think, I think the, the, I love versus to watch it. Right. But I think some legends, um, in, in their right, I thought it was a mistake for them to get on it because I think sometimes when you contribute to a culture this big, right. your music should never be compared. It should mm. be more celebrated than, you know, com- competed to an extent. I know maybe in the beginning it probably wasn't meant to be right. competition, right. but it's now turned into a battle. Yeah. And I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm kind of relinquishing someone else's legacy. Because mm. I really don't believe there's too many people that can go against me. That's a great opinion. So basically, you're going against yourself. That was the most, hum- <laughs> I mean, that was the most humblest, cockiest shit I've ever heard. It was humble and cocky at the same time. No, but it's real. Yes, yes, yes. No, but um, off top, which, which would be dope. Uh, a lot of people always compare Lil Wayne to Drake, and they said if yeah. they would do it together, but it, it, it wouldn't work because were you and T Pain? Lil Wayne found Drake. That's yeah, like me saying. finding T Pain. Like, yeah, yeah, I gave him all my secrets. I gave him all my resources. <laughs> right, right, right. I created the monster that's gonna come against me. Like, right, right. like if anything, I'm gonna sick T Pain on everybody else. Yes. You get past him, then you get to me. Wow, you and T Pain double teams. I like that. Now that'll work. Me and T Pain together against, against somebody else all day. Because T Pain love that kind of smoke. T Pain for all that. Yeah. I got goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, First crazy. double team. I don't know about that, man. That, Cause that's too dark skin against light skin. No, 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 no. Wayne is dark skin. Okay, hold on. Well, let's think about that. Let's, no, no, no. Shouldn't be R and B singers. I mean, it this, can't be Chris this, Brown and Usher. This, this the thing. Ooh, Chris Brown and Usher. That's that. Honestly, would be. I would love to watch that myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I would, that, like, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I love to be entertained by. It, right. But it's also that fear. Right. Because what Usher built. Like sometimes, what, what the, the, the scariest part, and yeah, I think most artists probably can agree. He, he, he might come out with roller skates. No, but all that's cool. Confuse all of us. Yeah. No, no, but, but see, this is this yeah. the thing, right? This generation don't appreciate music the way our generation did. Right. So the way we value what Usher brought to the table, this generation may not see that. It may lean more now. towards Chris, right. and vice versa. The elders might not, you know, uh, exp- um, you know, appreciate what Chris brought to the. You know, to this industry. You know what I'm saying? Because even now, when I look at Chris Brown, I always believe that he could have been the only person that can come behind Michael Jackson. Right. Mm. Chris is that talented. Yeah, like, he is. he is fucking genius. Yeah. I mean, from an artist standpoint, from a performance standpoint, imaging, like, he's a global superstar. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think sometimes it's a matter of how we harness and how we, you know, package our talent that we can claim and take it to that next level. It's almost like, okay, let's say if we introduce the versus concept to the pop community. I want to see that. They're going to turn it down. I want to see Christina Aguilera against Britney But they're not going to do it. Yeah, they're going to do it. Christina Aguilera against Britney Spears? I'm in. Listen. I mean, that's a different kind of version. Let me explain. In sync against Backstreet Boys? I'm in. No, we would all be in. Yeah, I'm in. But that day will never come. You know why? Because they see things differently. They preserve culture. They preserve legacy. Mm. We compete against it. 
Right. Like blacks and whites are two different mentalities. Right. We're combative. Like we're South always... African whites or regular whites? No, whites, period. Bro, <laughs> let me explain something. South Africa, bro. Oh, getting, let's, let's get back to South Africa. I'm kind of, the intro was just so amazing, so I couldn't cut you off. <laughs> I couldn't cut you off. <laughs> yeah, but I, I've never but been to South Africa. Let's I don't be know what very, I'm very, about. very, 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 very clear. Yeah. South Africa is the real Africa. Yeah. See, well, this, this is what happens, right? Any amazing part of Africa that's beautiful, that attracts tourism, they'll say, well, that ain't really the real Africa. Right. But if it's poor, impoverished, and, 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 you know, full of diseases or plagues, oh, yeah, now, nah, be careful. That's, no, you don't want to be in that part of Africa. Yeah. So they claim the poor part for Africa to say, okay, that's Africa. Right. But then if there's anything that's enticing or inviting about Africa, they'll say, well, that's not really the real Africa. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to break. Right. Because, you know, to South Africa's credit, they had help by the British to actually help to develop... That was the apartheid, right? Right. Yeah, right. Which those was the are, smallest population, no, mind you. period. But, but those right. are real Africans. Yeah, like, right. them white boys over there? Yeah. Some oh, of them yeah. are more at African point, than the actual yeah, Africans. Point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, That's why they call Africans. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah, African, like, them yeah. niggas is ghetto shit. They got their own language. Like, yeah. like, and what's like, crazy, some certain parts of Africa, of South Africa, the white folks are the ones in the ghettos... Wow. Yeah. If you go to South Africa, the wow. richest people in South Africa are bl- the black ones. Oh, wow. like the, the, the mulatto mix like a is, is, like the, is in the yeah, worst position fact, now. This is the, the Netflix. In Cape Town, in the in the, in the flats, Bro, Cape Flats, Johannesburg, Cape, like there, like everywhere you go, there's areas where there's poor people, but the poorest areas are the poor parts where the white folks are. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a matter of fact, it's a, it's a Netflix um uh, special on that. It's a Netflix What's special that on that. I gotta remember the name though. Okay. But if you if you if you Google, I mean if you search South Africa on there, wow. it'll it'll pop up on oh, this on, Or watch on my feed. documentary, okay. Coming Home yeah. South Africa. Yeah. I mean, you know? And I'm telling you, and they have an amazing hip hop scene and and I went into Johannesburg and they got a spot called the oh, uh, nice. what is it called? The Oh cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh Slaughterhouse. And it's in the it's in their language, but and it's like a crazy MC battle place, it's dope. Yeah. Dope scene out there, man. Right. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> what you not sure? No, I, I, I just want to go to Ghana if I go first. But what no, you're you not I want to like buy a fake credit card or something. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I want to see. You I see, you put, you put that stereotype on it. I want to get scammed, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You get scammed right here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Hey, let me hit that Uga. Got that Uga. Hit that Uga. Hit that Uga in your life, man. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to get scammed. Nah, but what is? Yo, but what is? Um, <laughs> if a person never been to Africa and they want to go for party purposes, party to purposes? go to party purposes, like, yeah, what would you compare it to? Uh, what place? All right, so I would say Nigeria is compared to New York City. Mm. If I had to compare some, that's place. definitely scammers. There's scammers everywhere. Man. I mean, New York got scammers too. Come on, I'm just being honest. Yo, you ain't get them emails? That, that Nigerian prison's probably Come in New on. York. I ain't, I ain't the only one that got the emails, goddammit. That's why y'all got the emails. I'm a Nigerian prince. What are you going to do? No, 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 that used to be 1500. I got you. Let me you. explain something, yo. Let me explain something. That was Mr. Lee in his room. Emailing you. That was Dominicans doing it. I'm sorry. This could be debatable. But the Nigerians are the most smartest people on the planet. Right. Yeah, I believe so, it. I promise you. So. There's nobody more smarter than a Nigerian. Now, of course, there's there's a few bad apples that mm-hmm. came out. You know they what I'm saying? They smart too, though. No, they extremely smart. Yeah, they smart they just too. Put they, they just put their intelligence all in the yeah. wrong place. <laughs> right, right, if they right. would have geared that sort of something more you know, positive productive, and productive, because right. uh, the, the ones that did, there's more there's more billionaires being made in Nigeria than anywhere in the world on an annual basis. A lot of my white basis. friends took that email. <laughs> <laughs> 
They make all the pieces. They, 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 hey, they hey, thought they was but, giving but, back. But listen, like, to the credit of them, though, <laughs> you only get caught if you get greedy. Right. They don't ask you to do anything. They just present it to you, <laughs> and then your greed get caught in that <laughs> way. Like, because I'm giving fifteen hundred, right. fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> greedy and dumb. They're not, they're not, tell, they're not putting right. a gun to your ass. Yeah. They just giving you a proposition. You're and then your ass with your greedy ass <laughs> took it. That's, that's, and then what's, what's crazier is that after you get got, there's nobody else to blame but yourself because you, you know better. Right. I'm gonna be honest. Anything that's too good to be true, you know who is always me? too good to be true. What's the nigga that they they, they was hunting him down? And they made you buy Hush the puppy. shirts. Hush puppy. The, Coney, Co- huh? Co- Coney, right? Coney, Coney, oh, Coney. I I donated. <laughs> but that was that was I Africans that was doing that. I don't, I don't know who it was. But they, <laughs> like someone in like San Francisco. Hey, listen, EMN, that, I still that, don't that, got that, my shirt. That I still don't got my Coney shirt. Out, I was like, wait, is he comparing that to Africans? That wasn't African that did that. No, no, no. It was Coney. He was doing some bad. It wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't them. And that he was, was like, yo, donate to him, and we're gonna get. It. I was like, word. It's like. <laughs> And all I wanted it was, was like a, a white dude in San Francisco oh, doing that. All I wanted was my T-shirt. They gave me my T-shirt, oh, and that's when I started complaining. I that said, is too... "Something ain't right about this." <laughs> you were waiting for the T-shirt. That, that is too funny, boy. Yo, so you say Nigeria is the first. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're going there for. Like okay. every place has its destination and has a specialty for what you want to do. It's a huge continent, huge. It's yeah. no, North it's, Africa. Listen, South. let me explain how big yeah. Africa is, right? right. You see how big United States is. Right. Man. You could take five United States and fit it inside Damn. five of U.S. That's fire. I mean, all 52, three, four states, whatever. That's you could take them all, put them inside Africa five times. That's how big the continent is. Wow. That's how big it is. So it's a matter of like, and it's any and everything you want to do. Like you got East Africa, you got South Africa, you got West Africa, right. North Africa. Everywhere you go, there's destinations for what right. it is you want. So it depends on what you're going there for. Right. You know? Now, I said, yo, anybody got questions for Akon? Right, right, right. like, no, it was like, yo, man, ain't the U.S. mad at him for messing with China? Man, listen, honestly, to be honest, bro, yeah. I, me, I would want the U.S. to take more initiative in Africa. They right. they, they have done it this year, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Really? You know, yeah, they, they flew in a lot of African presidents, um, created this huge, you know, like MC, initiative, the, the initiative in yeah. D.C., you know, but it's, it was a great conversation. It was a great start. But I just think they're a little bit... 10, 12 steps behind. Right. The Chinese, what, what, the, the, the area where the Chinese got smart was they realized, okay, therefore, they already, they already done created enough manufacturing plants to supply the whole world. Mm. Right? Yes. America's are they, their biggest suppliers. Right. America, then Europe. Mm. This is why the U.S. is in debt to the Chinese already. They supply the U.S. with so much. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you can only supply but so much because there's only a certain amount of population there. The reason why China is so powerful because they got over a billion people over there. Right. Within China in itself. But for the most part, they saw the value in Africa, though. Right. They said, okay, cool. Africa got close to two billion people. Right. Right? It's underdeveloped. So human resources to them is more important than actual resources itself because they've seen what it done for them themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? So now if, imagine if you combine two billion people of China in partnership with two billion people in Africa. And then you have all the resources and all the factories for distribution to the globe. Is that why the currency is is uh, the currency is China? Um, the BRICS. You're talking about BRICS, the which is China, they, 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 uh, China, China, Russia, Africa, Brazil. Brazil. They, they're Russia, trying to create their a currency. Oh, they don't, oh well, I mean, they don't, they, it's they the got BRICS nations. They call it the, the BRICS nations. Old school ringer. I ain't yeah. heard that ringer since '88. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, but, but you didn't hear that currency? You ain't yeah, yeah, it's the Brit. They're, they haven't done it yet. They're trying oh, to. They're, they're, oh, no, they're it's, trying it's, to do it's, it. It's a conversation that's being had. Uh-huh. Of course, it's going. And Saudi Arabia is kind of like in the mix of that. The, the yeah. U.S. dollar, if that happens. Right. So right. I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be easy to accomplish because right. it's just too many interests in pl- at play. But if it does happen, it's going to be a. It's going to be a. U.S. is going to have a huge problem. Right. And China's been yeah. involved in Latin America too. They're doing the same no, they're thing. They're involved in everywhere. You're not understanding. They have been quiet. All right. You can go to any hood anywhere in the world that's and you're going to find them. That's what they're doing. And then you can go to any place in the world and there will be a Chinatown. Always. From, and this they've is going never, back. They've, been, they've always been non controversial. Yeah. Right? You've been to China? I love China. You love China? Really? I love it out there. I just can't stay there too long, though. Why? I need the food. The food is just. It's not my type. My type. Right, right. The food is yeah, the food. Too small. It's just <laughs> too small. <laughs> no, the, por- the portions. The portions are pretty small, yeah, the but it's just, it's it's just too healthy. Really? Like, it's it's too healthy. You need some gluten. I need yeah. Yeah. I need fat. I need cholesterol. <laughs> I need all that. Like I can't. It's that American shit. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's too healthy. Okay. Yeah, it's too healthy. One of the things that Michael Blacksman, who's my friend, but um, he he turns me. Off every time I see him eat it. Wow. The way he eats fufu is horrible. <laughs> Have you ever seen him eat fufu? He go. Did he put it on his face? He like this. I'm like, how can you tell me this is good? And you go like this. <laughs> 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 I'm the only one who follow Michael Blacksmith. I'm the only right. one. Listen. Yeah. Like, I mean, I swear to God, and he'd be like, after he gets, he puts pause, pause, pulls his mouth, his hand away from his mouth. He acts like he's enjoying it, but right. as he's chewing it. He puts on a pit bull face. <laughs> like a pit bull is attacking a chihuahua. <laughs> and I'm like, so but are you a fan of fufu? Me, I'm not really a fan of fufu specifically. Okay, I don't yeah. yeah, I don't I don't like fufu as much, but I like everything else. Fufu is the only thing that I don't like as much. Fufu's like mofongo, right? It's the plantain. Yeah, it's it's the thing you, you yeah, dip it's, it in bread. It's, well, the, the fufu oh, itself no. I like, but the this the okra sauce that comes with uh, okay. it. Okay. And I don't like the Different. texture of okra. Right, you know what I'm saying? But I can, it got I, that I can dip the fufu it. in some other sauce, like the right. peanut butter sauce. It comes with different sauces, but the, the the reason why they call it fufu is because of the okra. Oh, I thought it was because of the bread. The, the bread. Well, I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a combination. It's a combination. It's a, yeah, but it's it's a it's a team effort. Like one don't work without the other. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So so, what's your favorite African dish? Uh, it's jollof rice for sure. What jollof rice? Jollof. Jollof. Yeah. Sounds. I don't know how it sounds. Sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Tell us. Yeah, what and where's it so, native to? So, jollof rice is originally from Senegal, West Africa. That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghana's um, Ghana has adapted it very well. Nigeria is always in competition with Ghana on who makes the best jollof rice. Okay. Mm. And then you have Liberia also that makes it really, really good. Wow. Right. Um, but it's it's an old traditional uh, recipe that's made with rice and tomato paste. So the tomato paste is what makes it red. But in Senegal, you have two types of jollof. You have the the red jollof and then you have the white jollof. The white jollof is made with like onions and, you know, more broth. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the taste of it is just, it's it's like an African version of fried rice to an extent. That's Mm -hmm. probably the best way to kind of explain it. Mm -hmm. Because after the rice is done, they let the bottom of the rice burn. Yeah. So it's like you get that 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 burned smoky, yeah. and then that smoke goes through the rice, and you can taste that smokiness in it. It's it's delicious. 
Uh, Cubans, uh, and Cubans yeah. are too. Cubans, that's, that's, the, 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 the burnt part is the part that everybody <laughs> yes. wants. This, this is why I be in the DR yeah. a lot. I, when I buy eat that boy, it, it reminds me of, right. of, of Jell-O. You know what I'm saying? So, so we all know that music, we all know the original man comes from Africa, right? Right. I remember, you know, reggae music coming, making its mark. Uh, you know, then, you know, uh, you know, Spanish music, all that, so on and so forth. For it just kind of like seem like it, 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 it 360. And now it's like Afro beats is like so fucking popular right, right now. Right, it's like, huge. I, I never saw this coming. Like I never saw it. I, I, obviously, I, I know, we know that music originates in Africa. So for it to come back is something that's very, very beautiful. But I personally right. didn't see this. Is this something that you been saw that you, you knew that? Bro, since 2007. Wow. I was in labels trying to get this going. Like, wow. it, you man, you'd be surprised how good it makes somebody feel when you've been saying, you want to say, like, I told you so, so loud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but it's, I kind of, I think Latin music kind of came through the same tunnel. Because mm-hmm. with reggaeton, it was the same thing. Nobody yeah. expected it to be this big and oh, yeah, dominate. You can say that. Can say that. Like, how do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
You know what I'm saying? You can say that. On everything. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't believe. Yeah. God did it. Y'all playing with this shit? Right. Okay, I'm just like, 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 I'm just Right. To different sounds and different music. Now right. you actually start, you know, you can now see melodies change into something that sounds familiar to you right. that back then was foreign. You know right. what I'm saying? So when you listen to a lot of the Afrobeat music today, you'd be like, wow, it, it actually makes sense because when you go from reggae music right. to reggaeton and now Afrobeat within all in the span of 10, 15 years in America is like, it's it's all the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of who was the gatekeepers that would allow that music to come in. And that was the challenging part trying to get them to understand that, yo, this is bigger than you think it is. Right. Yeah, you know, like, internationally, this is huge already. If it breaks in America, this could be the biggest turnover for y'all from a financial standpoint that you've ever seen. But it's just a matter of just, now digital actually allowed that because of YouTube. You you think they were trying to keep people from working internationally that closely? Because it might... Change the way the business is done domestically? Um, actually, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say that they didn't understand the music well enough to know how to move it around. Okay. And I think a lot of the times when you look at executives, they, they, they kind of move on either excitement because they know what they got or on fear because they don't know what to do with it. Mm. You know what I mean? Instead of just putting it out and let it find its own audience, they want to be the A&R to decide what goes out and what's going to be a hit and what's not. They and I think that's where the mistake is. Right. Because right. they only, you know, they make the decision according to what they see. Right. And most of them never even left America, so they wouldn't even know where to start. Right. I, I, I remember, um, like I was saying this to, to DeVito, uh, um, a friend of mine who's from Senegal. Right. But he lives in Paris. And he, he kept he kept telling me about Afro Beast, but he didn't have, he didn't have, it wasn't a word at the time. Right, right. And he kept saying, listen, man, we have African reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, because I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming yeah. reggaeton can only be Spanish. I'm not, I'm, I'm not yeah. smart enough right. to understand that this is a global thing. Right, And then right. he, would keep, he was playing me this, and I was just like, wow. Right. And then when Afro Beast uh, blew up, like I said, my boy Etienne, he's from Senegal, he just lives in Paris. He called me every day. I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, damn. He was right. Right. And he was right. But listen, Akon, our show was about giving people their flowers while they're alive. We want to give you your flowers face to face. You're a legend. You're a legend. You're an icon. You're a pioneer. You single-handedly changed the face of how music is played. Uh, right. You, you, you did it. Are you like the first African artist or first African? Uh, no. African, because you wasn't born. You said you was born in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but but obviously you're still considered. Well, I mean, this this the thing. Like, I don't think where you're born decides where you, who you are, right? Because right. right. in our case, my mom and father was born, raised, full blooded Senegalese, mm-hmm. but pops decided to make sure we was born here, right? Just to ship us back. Right. Yeah, it was a transactional reason. It, you understand right. what I'm saying? So that's why when I identify with Africa, it's just a little bit different because that's where my childhood began. And then when I came to the States, I was here just more to go to school because every summer we would go back home. Until I graduated high school, I just decided to stay. Let me ask you, you know? this whole thing with New York Puerto Ricans, right? Right. And then Puerto Ricans from the island. Right. Right. And for years, <laughs> the Puerto Ricans from the island just thought they were better than us. I'm sorry. That's how we felt about y'all. <laughs> so like they, they we felt like they felt like they were like the real Puerto Ricans and like I mean actually at, at certain well, times they I mean, would actually, they actually say that technically they, they are but, but, <laughs> I was about to say yeah, but, technically they are the real Puerto Ricans because y'all are more Americanized 
Yeah, but they we watch like, us on TV. Yeah, that, that's but, not. But they just saying it's, technically. It's a little bit different. Why, you know what I'm saying? We didn't grow up with chickens in our backyard. Why are you going at your own people, bro? See, look at you. I like see? It. No, you just, you just, you just pull that point. <laughs> they like you see New York. They, they just a little. The, the, the Puerto Ricans in Puerto Rico are a little bit closer to the culture. Yeah, and I think. That's what they're trying to say. They're not saying that you ain't Puerto Rican. They're yeah. just saying, well, we're actually here. You, you know, it's a place in Puerto Rico called Loiza. Uh, you know, that's the uh, where the slaves got dropped off. Right. You are light skin out there compared to them. No, no, it's, I know. They, yo, listen. They but are, they, all of those niggas came from Senegal. They, <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm not even joking. No, no, no for real. That, that for real. Was, that's what, no, that's the what they said. No they said that, that last spot, yeah, they right. dropped off in Puerto Rico. They yep. dropped off in Haiti. and they Cuba. Haiti became Dominican Republic. Because right. of the Spaniards came and mixed up with the Haitians. Wow. Yeah, they're all Portuguese. You hear that, Mr. Lee? Yeah, so Portuguese, y'all niggas is more African than we are. What? Why you think y'all move the way y'all move? God damn it. Why you God think y'all can say God the word? Niggas, no, seriously, don't God seriously. Think about it. Think about how we like how we communicate with Puerto Ricans. Puerto Rico, we call each other's niggas. Y'all niggas ain't y'all far from niggas. But Puerto Ricans can say the shit and we like, fuck you there, nigga. Like, fuck you, nigga. But just think about it. Like right, right. this is how like we don't we look at each other as one. Right. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yep. Like right. so, we it's like our history is intertwined. Right. It's not Absolutely. even a, it's not even a question. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. You know, what also was something beautiful I seen on the internet the other day. They said something that could, and you said this on our show years ago. Mm. It said something that was going to help boost uh, Africa's economy is Af is if African Americans start actually going go over. back, exactly. start going back. And I see somebody like I think this was like a preacher or something. Like he was just. And I was like, damn, Akon said that shit like seven years ago on our show. You you think that's still, that's still true to this day? It's 100%. I think wow. Africa will start to become it's to its fullest potential when y'all all go back home. Right. Like, And even y'all, right. what's interesting is that everything that y'all fighting for over here, right. you actually, you get in a, on a silver platter over there, like... It's like you. It's like you guys want to suffer. Like y'all motherfuckers just want to just be fucked that up. Because <laughs> you don't have to be. It's like it's it's like believe me, they wouldn't want nothing better than to ship all y'all niggas back to Africa. But they're not even knowing this for y'all best interest. Y'all would actually be better off. Wow. wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. No more crying. No more like marching. Wow. No more getting killed by cops. No more yeah. crying racism because y'all are the majority over there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Wasn't Liberia so supposed to be that originally? Well, wasn't it a return? A lot of the free slaves helped begin, uh, help create Liberia. I can't give you too much story. Because even the Liberia. flag Liberia is similar. Is yeah, a little there's, bit. There's well, a, that's all the flags. If you notice, every flag got a meaning, right? But it's always got the meaning that's attached to whoever colonized them. But history nowadays, I don't know what to believe anymore. It's all convoluted, right. right. It's all convoluted. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has a different story of what took place around that time, so the accuracy is very slim. Mm. But when you stop and you think about just basic common sense, some of the things that happen can easily be un, un, like returned right. and redone. Like, but it's all in the mind state. You know, once you got your mind set on something, that's what it is. It's like Nori. He just want to go to Africa to get fucking... Like, he got to get scammed, otherwise yeah, yeah, he won't yeah. be comfortable. Yeah, 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 I got to lose my credit card. Mind, that's the <laughs> real experience of that. That's the experience. Like, he got to go through that first and then say, all right, cool. 
Good. Now, who do I have to talk back to give me the history on how I can get it back? <laughs> so if I got to scam him to educate me. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to go see a five-star resort. Oh, this is Africa too. Yeah, I want to do that. I'm really, I'm that shit too nice. It's too clean. Take me over there. I want the hut. You know, I want the straw, you know, roof, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but that, that, that's real, man, because... um. Like a lot of us, I remember uh, me being scared to. Uh, I, I send in my twenty. What is that? 23? Was that for the shots and yeah. all that? Where you where you get your thing? Twenty three and me. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, you made for the DNA. Yeah, for the okay, DNA. And I remember my wife doing it, and I'm being like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't want to know where you really from, and I was like, not really. Oh, you, <laughs> you didn't do it? No, I didn't. I, 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 did. I, told I you actually, I, did it. I actually think I swabbed or whatever it was. Uh-huh. I just never gave it to her. I was like, I don't know, man. I was just like, man, I don't know what I did with it, but I'm, I'm gonna do it this time because <laughs> nah, I you gotta wanna, do it, bro. You gotta know where do I'm it. at because obviously when you're when you're Puerto Rican, which I'm, I'm half Puerto Rican, half black, mm-hmm. um, part of you did, uh, goes to Spain. Right, but then right. that's not where it ends. That's where like well, that's just one little small that's piece one of the puzzle. The Puerto Rico, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's Puerto Rico because we don't come from Puerto Rico. We don't come from no nah, Puerto yeah, Rico, Cuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most Caribbean most Puerto Ricans, not be right. y'all DNA going to trace back to Portuguese. Hey, Cuban, Portugal. stop calling him Puerto Rico. Yeah, most yeah. Puerto Ricans ain't going to like we the same birds and different feathers. <laughs> yeah. nah, I'm just waiting for my people or whatever they say. You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all gonna pay. I'm rooting for the Cubans. The Cubans, yeah, the Cubans. Oh yeah, black as hell too. Come back, Africa. Cubans are the most African when it comes to. The Latin side of the world. No, I got it. It comes up. It comes up in my twenty-three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The niggas in the Latin country, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Jesus Christ, bro. (laughs) They're the Haitians of the Latin. Show us in Miami, right? yeah, yeah, it's my friend Haitian right there. It's Zopal, like, baby. He's not happy for you. 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 Yep. Oh man. But he not drinking, so you Sonny drinking for him? Sonny, you drinking for him? Sonny, you want you gotta take the shot for me? Yeah. My Haitian brother. You're that's what I'm talking you. about. You drinking? Uh no. <laughs> I'm gonna chill. Hey, we go light today. Oh, we go yeah. light, man. We healthy. Light. We healthy hoods right now. Water champs. Water champs. Water champs today. I don't think you know did, what? Did I we love play that. this last time? No, no, no. We didn't do this last time with you, right? Uh-uh. Mm. Alright, so we're gonna give you two choices. You pick one. Uh we good. If you say both or neither, we drinking. Got it. All right. So the first one is Chris Brown or Usher. Let me get my drink ready. Wow. Both. Okay. So, oh, see, he gonna say this freely no, no, now. No, no, that one. That one. Now listen, they both to me are equal when it comes to generations. Drink, right? You never generation. Drink, right? No, I never drank. Never drink. Never drink. At all. Good for you. I, but I did have. I did sip it by accident one time and thought it was water. Bro, my chest got so hot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was like, what? The? I, bro, that shit was like a nasty. It was vodka. Yeah, okay. it was the nastiest shit I ever tasted. And no, the taste was it lingered in my mouth for a week. I was like, how did y'all drink this? The, 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 bro, Where was you at? even if I thought about drinking after that, I would never drink ever. <laughs> that shit. That was the best thing you, for you. It was Russian vodka. No, I was in Dubai. Oh, in Dubai. But that's Definitely. why I thought it was water. Yeah, a place that doesn't drink. They don't and really you drink. drink. But some, unfortunately, <laughs> the person I was with. No, no, but I'm saying as a country they don't they don't drink. Yeah, like they don't the people drink there don't drink. Like that, you know? 
Man, I, I took that thing. Dubai you've been to. The <laughs> resorts. You could drink in the hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't leave the resorts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not open. See, this guy don't want to leave resorts. You don't want to see the real people. Trust me. Trust me. They drink. No, I know. No, no. They make money off of the drinkers. And they do anything else, too. Trust me. You got to be. They got underground shit. You just got to be underground. Son, you drank? What'd you drink? I drank nothing. Bigger to my boy Geico, who just came home. He had a life sentence in mm. Dubai for cocaine oh, yeah. and marijuana and they gave him life sentence he did four years and he got his ass up out of there you gotta be careful when we go to these other countries they, they don't life. play they don't play with that learn the culture uh, bro yeah. hey do uh, not play Trey songs or Jeremiah whoo that's a good one too but I'll I probably go with Jeremiah Jeremiah oh, okay Tupac or DMX wow another good one I'd probably go with Pac. Okay. You ever met Pac or no? Yeah. Huh? You ever met Pac? I met him one time. Met Pac, damn. Just, just one time. Damn, I, I never met yeah. Pac. What was, how was that? One time. What was that a meeting like? It was like, oh, yo, this is my man Pac. Yo, Pac. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Yo, we got to get in. All right, cool. And yeah. that was it. Never seen him again. His new, the new series on FX, The Dear Mama. Yeah, I, I saw the it. first episode. I It's crazy. It's good? Yeah, it's real good. Real good. Wow. It's on FX, FX. FX. Yeah. I know you worked with one of them. I don't, I don't know if you worked with both. But Michael Jackson or Prince? Ooh, that's easy, Michael Jackson. And you worked with MJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to work with Prince, though. But it was on the schedule to work with him before he passed. What, it was on the what, schedule? It was, yeah, I was going to get in with him before. Dang, you were in the same room with Prince? Yeah. yeah so you met. Just yep. get Actually, Jimmy Iovine was the one that introduced me to him. Word? Mm-hmm. Wow. Did he have his ass out? <laughs> nice. <laughs> only, only know he would keep asking. I'm just saying, you know, there's different versions Yo, of Prince. He really wants to know because he asked yeah. everybody that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm dead serious. Like, yeah, different versions of Prince because I wanted, to, I wanted to know myself. Oh, I thought like, you were gonna say you wanted those pants. Like, no, no, you're you're like, no, but he was, he, he was an interesting character though. Because yeah. even He's when, smart, man. even when I met him through Jimmy, mm-hmm. I would ask him a question, mm-hmm. and then the assistant or the one that was standing next to him would be the one to tell him. Oh, shit. so it was one of those, and then he would whisper in her ear, and then she would tell me what he said. Yeah, it was it was, one that was That's awkward. That, that is interesting. It was interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I like this one. You got it? Eminem or Busta Rhymes? Ooh. In what way though? It's up it, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hold on. It's a difference. Yeah. Cause if it's in does, verses. In verses. Oh, in verses. Yeah, I mean he just that? I just made that up. In verses? Yeah, in verses. That depends too though. Just just make sure you take a shot. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. So both? It's, no, because these are two different lanes. Like, you work with not both. even. Yeah, but it's not even. It's like you can't even compare those two. I gotta go with both. Okay. Because you can't really compare those two. No, that's so. fair. Taking a shot. You took a shot, Sonny. No, you can't just drink out of your cup. You gotta take a shot. Sure. <laughs> no, because I drink. No, because of what? I drink for real. Okay, I like this one. Oh, no, 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 you go to. The next made one. no sense. And I do the next one after that. Uh, mine. This one. Yeah. Yep. Justin Timberlake. Oh, no, you skipped one. Oh, yeah. Snoop or Jay-Z? Snoop or Jay-Z? In the verses? No, anyway. It, anyway it, you want. Whatever the criteria in your mind is. Yeah. In criteria in mind, I would probably say... That's that's also two different types. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Two icons. That's the point. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> This 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 might be 
Debatable, but I'll probably go with Snoop. Okay. And and y'all worked early on in your career in your career too with Snoop, right? Yeah. And then I I, I I like as I travel, I see the personality and the effect that Snoop has on people globally and through his music. So Snoop is hands down the most famous rapper. That's what we. That's yeah, what we saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's not one person on earth that I I, I don't think don't know who Snoop is. As recognized, right? right. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I kid you not. Uh, <clears throat> Justin Timberlake or Justin Bieber? I probably go with Bieber. Okay. How about in verses? <laughs> Still go with Bieber. Still going with Bieber. Okay. Okay. What's up? Bieber, Bieber? got records, bro. Yeah. Bieber records are on a different level. And he smoked weed too. Now In my mind <laughs> I know this for a fact Allegedly What else does he do? Uh, he does everything uh, <laughs> Styles P or Ross? I gotta go with both on that one Okay, Sonny Yeah, cause they both represent two different things too Right But Styles like my brother I couldn't go against him if I wanted to Okay I'm gonna let EFN take this one These last two I mean the next two French or 50? French or 50? That would be a good one. I want to know what to do. But yeah, 50 will get it. Oh, you, in your mind, you're saying verses. This is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, in my mind, I'm saying verses. Okay. ATL or Miami? ATL or Miami? Definitely ATL. Still live in ATL? <laughs> huh? Still live in ATL? Mm-hmm. I still got a bit still got, about there. Still got a gas station? Same house, yeah. You the, you the only nigga I know who got a gas station. <laughs> in his that's, that's different. That's how you floss on it. I got a gas station. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, 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 yeah. I got a Patek. I got a, yeah, I have a gas station. <laughs> shut everyone down. Everyone shut up like word. He just said he got a gas station. You got it? Okay, my bad. Naughty by nature or laws of the underground? Woo! That's a jersey. That one's a good one, too. Mm. Both legends. But yeah, they, they are. But I think Naughty went a little bit further. Okay. I'll go with Naughty. Okay. Jada Kiss or Nas? Ooh. Ooh. That one is interesting. That's a tough one, too. Why I say that is because Jada's probably the most underrated. I don't think he ever got the credit that he needed to get. He's getting it now, I believe. You think he's getting it now? I think he's getting it now. Because Nas, yeah. it took time for people to give him that. Right, Nas think, as well. Yeah, it took some time it for him. Did. Yeah, and I think Jada, he never got it. Right. You think he got it after versus? Yeah, I think he's getting it. I think he's yeah. still in the process of getting it. That's what I think. I think he's in the process. Yeah. I will say Jada just to help him get that process because I think Nas is already given. Okay, it's fair enough. Coming to America or Harlem Nights? It's <laughs> 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 the king of Zamunda here, man. Right. I, even though I love both of them shit like mama, I, I would definitely go with coming to America. <laughs> Lady Gaga or Katy Perry? Definitely Lady Gaga. Okay. I don't know Lady Gaga or Gwen Stefani, but all right. Yeah, these, then, these are the guys who make it up the Colombians and the Dominicans, right there. <laughs> Red Man or Method Man? Both. Yeah, those are twins right there. You can't separate them two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't separate them two. Oof. Big pun or big L? I'll go with pun. Amy Winehouse or Whitney Houston? Oh. Rest in peace to both. Yeah. She. That's a tough one, too. But 
I'll I, I go with Whitney. You got to see her movie on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, neither. I heard it's good, though. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at it now. T-Pain or Flo Rida? T-Pain. Wayne or Drake? AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I would want to say Wayne because he discovered him and recognized the talent that Drake got. Right. But in this case, I would choose Drake because Drake, to me, is more versatile. And he, he, I think he maximized the opportunity better than anybody in the business. Okay. Okay. That's fair. USA <clears throat> or Africa? Africa. You ain't hesitate for that. Yeah, not even question. Your old hairline or your new hairline? Definitely <laughs> the new hairline. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna lie, you still look, you still look good in person. Yo, they was frying you online, so I'm looking at that. No, 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 in person, let me, look let, me, good. Let, me, let me get it started. I, let me just say something. Somebody took a fucked up picture of you, but because in person, this shit look good. You look, you look Dominican. You look like <laughs> up here. He said, okay, okay. Yeah, it look good in person. They fucked you up online. Did you no, see? No, okay. no, actually, I, I started that campaign. You started it. I did that on purpose. Because you said you went to Turkey, and niggas said, well, niggas don't go to Turkey. Right, so then, so then yeah. I got the little app where I can kind of play with it. I said, I, I was just interested because, bro, I ain't laughed that lo- I ain't laughed that much in so long, bro. This shit was so 
funny. I, I didn't want it to end. <laughs> I was literally on the. I was literally on the plane, just creating. Just I was like, oh, this is gonna look real fucked up. What you think, babe? Yeah. <laughs> so then we just push it out there. And, boy, yo, the memes that came. Back, yo, no, yo, the memes. Yo. yo, when I tell you that was the funniest shit I ever heard, man. I love that shit. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Did you start it on Twitter? Would you? Would you? I started on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. I started on Twitter. Most negative place on the planet. That's the first. <laughs> if you ever want to be place on the my planet. favorite place. If you ever want to just be negative, but yo, you go, you, you go on Twitter and be like, "Peace, good morning, everybody." Somebody gonna say, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> what did I do, homie? <laughs> you gonna post a baby picture? They're like, "That baby ugly." You're like, "What?" Like, you can do anything. Twitter is the horrible place, bro. Yo, but it also tell you some foul shit. <laughs> um, okay, where we at? <laughs> Davido or Burner Boy? Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I probably go with Davido. Davido. Yeah. We just had him on. Big up to Davido. Oh, David? Yeah, yeah, that kid right there is a beast. Yeah. He's he's the beast. He's another one I think that deserves more flowers than he's received. We, we gave him we his, gave flowers. his flowers. Yeah. That's what's up. I appreciate okay. that. Uh, NWA or Wu Tang Clan? Ooh. Which I don't think is a good matchup, man. I do. I think it's, too gen- it's just generational matchup. It's definitely a generational match. But I want to say both, and let me tell you why. Mm. First of all, NWA created gangster rap, mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody tell you. Schooly D did, but NWA regardless of what anybody tell you. Hold on, okay. there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Schooly was a, just a gangster, period. Yeah, but he made gangster music though. He did have, and Ice T was around but, around the same time NWA and maybe before. To be honest with you, yeah. So you're right; it could be yep. debatable. Yep. Yeah, but, but NWA yeah. made it. Very popular, the most popular right. game. So that's what you, you got to give credit to. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I think sometimes Agreed. we kind of make the mistake of the person that invented it versus the person that actually made it famous. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So there's two parts. The person that invented it, yeah, we have to give him the flowers because he in, he actually right. created the the. This is what got us inspired to right. do it. Right. But let's remember, don't forget. The but person the person that made, that made it famous yes. is really the person you give the credit to. Yeah, right. And that could be debatable as well. It's like everybody. But I also believe that the person that made it famous should also always go back and take care of the person that invented it. Mm. That's what makes it even. Mm. But when you ignore the person that made it even, or you you know look at them on a certain way and you know kind of decrease his value, mm. then I think that's fucked up. All right. There's, so, there's there's one more debatable thing. Who called it gangster rap? Because a lot of people debate that that was the, the media called shit it was that. So it was gangster, never, you ain't it have to gangster call music, it, but you saw it. Right, like right, nigga, right. like NWA, them right. niggas start they show off with Easy E, goddamn, with a 22 popping <laughs> in the side of the arena. I, remember, like, I was scared to death. I was only yeah, 10 years old. When everybody I was terrified listening to NWA. Right. You never wanted to go to Compton, right? And then <laughs> now let's talk about Wu Tang Clan. Mm. Wu Tang Clan. They took New York culture and made it global. That's facts. To and even point, more Staten Island. Bro, to the point where you go to Japan, is you Wu-Tang is like a religion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a fact. You understand what I'm saying? Now, NWA ain't go that far. They right. were more domestic. Right. So that's why I said you got to give them both... Yeah, you got to choose both on that one. I love how you broke that down. Nice. Mad hip hop. That was a mad hip hop breakdown. Oh, I love that. I love. And look at those recent shows. Wu Tang's been posting in Argentina I'm and Colombia, like twenty thousand, thirty thousand people. It's I'm going crazy. to see Wu Tang and Nas in Paris right now. Oh, dope, yeah. dope. Uh, Wu Tang made New York famous. 
damn. That's debatable too. That's debatable too. Jackson, <laughs> Jackson Five or New Edition? Oh, Jackson Five. Okay. Mike's voice, boy. Ain't nobody can touch that. Hey, At that age, what? And it's before too. It's like yeah, New it's, Edition would say Jackson Five. They would even say Jackson. Yeah. Five. Right. If they don't, then I'm. T- uh, I'm I don't know I, who you gonna yeah. say on this one. DJ Khaled or DJ Drama? Ooh, mm. that's a good one too. It's big light skin beef right there. Gangsta <laughs> <laughs> Grills. We the best. I don't know if my oh, black my ass brother. should get in the mix of that light skinness right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both abandoned. Yes, yeah. I think I'm gonna choose both just for the politics. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay we take the Fab. They both my niggas. Or push your T. That's a good one too. That's a good one. That's a real good one. That's a good one. Hmm. I think I'm. It's a hard lean, but I think I'm gonna go with Fab on this one. Okay. Wow, okay. Yeah. Juice or New Jersey Drive? Juice or New Jersey Drive? Both good ones, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Juice is just different. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah Juice. Yeah, you got to go with Juice on that one. Okay. And this, this is something I want to see in verses. Christina Aguilera versus Britney Spears. Who you got? Oh. I want to see it. I, I got Britney. <laughs> I think Britney going to see it. <laughs> I think, you think Britney, Britney got. I, I promise you, I think Britney gonna take it because Britney got the attitude for the audience. You know, that you, versus actually a. You know why this is great and it's debatable. I think Britney has like, probably just a little bit more records, but I think Christina. Christina's Aguilera a bigger vocalist. Yeah, she's a better vocalist. Live with right. Christina Aguilera. Right? I think. So. Yeah, Christina yeah, Aguilera. Yeah, yeah. So that's why this <laughs> is a good. You see about the school? Right, <laughs> let's yeah. be very clear. Okay. Yes. Yes. Please. The versus audience yes. is niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no chicks? Let's not fool ourselves. No, but we're going to do this in Malibu. So, trust me. Christian Bro, you can do this in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> the people that will be streaming is in the Don't be is a streaming platform. This ain't where they can do it right here and here. Bruh. Yeah, the people tuned in. Between Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. Yes. You got to ask yourself, who going to lean more to the black audience? Damn, I don't know. I don't it's Britney. Britney. Britney, bitch? I'm telling you, it's Britney. I don't know, man. Christina's Latina, bro. <laughs> yeah, but Christina don't act Latina. She don't even claim it. No, you, you did it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused with this one. Yeah, I don't... I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Britney, and you, you know, Britney's Instagram, my girl just put me on. She's like... She's just wildin' out. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. I've, I've, been, I've been down with Britney, Britney since Britney, she shaved her hair. Britney yeah, yeah. approach. Bro. Britney will right. fuck around and take off on Christina. We need to do the weigh-in right here sight. on Drink Chance. Christina Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Britney, look at the weigh-in right here. The weigh-in. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, Ooh, that's a good one. Master Flex or DJ Clue? In what way? Whatever way. That's you. Because there's an animation that comes with Flex. Yeah, nobody that you nobody's just can't animated. deny. Yeah, no one's out animated. Like nobody has out animated him. Unless you bust And the only way to be yeah. an ex- ex- exceptional DJ right. is to capture the attention of the audience. And I don't think nobody does that nah, better than yeah, Flex. Flex definitely. So with, in that note, I got to go with Flex. Okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like I, I used to have to catch myself because I would listen to Flex. And Flex would be like, pull over. And I pull over. Like, what the fuck am I pulled over for? Like, he's like, New York City, pull over. I'm like, word up. 
With Flex Player Record that you like oh, and man. or artists that you love and he's dropping them bombs. Oh, Listen goodness. to me. Yeah. It ain't it's nothing like that. that. You start sweating, it was a game start sweating from here. Yes, Flex. He, he, he comes ears. with an experience, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like some records, I ain't gonna lie to you. Some things I thought, my might have thought was trash before right. Flex actually presented it on the show. That's, that's a man. After he presented it, I was like, yo, that shit was kind of dope. Yes. So it, it was all in the presentation. Yep. Yep. And I, you know what I, I'm I tell you that I tell you that's what I like about Flex. If he's late on the record, he'll come back on the station and be like, "Yo, I'm sorry, New York City, I was late on this record." <laughs> like I like that's that. Big. That's I, big. I, I like that. Like um, I remember uh, I, I said this on the, on the, on the, on, the, on the, before. Well, when Meek and and uh, Drake was going at it, right. Flex hyped it up so bad. He was like, "I got the response from Drake." And I got Meek Mill's response. I called my wife. <laughs> not coming home, babe. <laughs> not tonight. I have to stay in New York City right. to hear Funk Flex talk this shit about Drake and Meek's record. I couldn't have been nowhere else. Wow. I didn't. I, I didn't want to be on a plane. I didn't want to listen right. to it on the headphones. I wanted to sit in the car and just let. Flex just played Drake's and Meek's Mill record, and he didn't have neither one that day. <laughs> <laughs> Break to the whole flight, wife. Yeah. Mad at me, but that's how. That's how. <laughs> but that's how. That's some showmanship. Yeah, right that's there. how impactful he yeah, is. Flex so the next is, day yeah, I call him. That's why I love Flex. The next day I call him. I'm like, yo, man, um, I want to give you a record because you know everyone's tuned in. He was like, yo, Nori. That was a rough night for me yesterday, right? Because I'm trying to avoid that. Yo, you know, like, he looked crazy. He had neither record at this time. So he's promoting all this shit. And so I'm trying to avoid it. And he's like, but he he wants, because he know I'm going to keep it real. So he's like, yo, it was, a, it was a rough night for me last night, right? I said, Flex, I can't lie. You was baking like a biscuit. <laughs> he goes, he goes, this is how I know, Nori. I had to stay home the next day. He said, it was one person that came to my house. And he said, he opened the door, and it was the FedEx man. The FedEx man looked at him like, nah. <laughs> And he took his loss. Wow. The same way he took his, like, he took his W. Right. And Flex taught me something that day. It was like, all right, cool. You, you, you lose for momentarily, right. but come your ass out the next day right, and get right. back to the win. Yeah, yeah. But he took it. He took that, that. That was remarkable to me. You could do the last two. <laughs> Sorry. Nipsey or Easy E? Ooh, that's a good one too. Rest in peace to right. both. Right. Yeah, but Nipsey just—I don't know. I would go with Nipsey. Right on this one. Yeah. And the last one: loyalty or respect? Loyalty all day. You can't respect somebody that you're not loyal to. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now you said you spoke earlier about Jimmy Iovine. Everyone knows that Jimmy Iovine is like one of the illest uh, uh, artists, producer artists. Like he's an artist-based artist. I call Jimmy Iovine the kingmaker. Mm, damn, that's a the king, the kingmaker. Maker. That's what he does. If he comes into your life, he's gonna change it. Now he came into your life after Loud, right? No, he came into my life during my peak. At the point when I thought I couldn't get bigger. Wow. And he made me bigger. <laughs> that shows you. And what, what I love about Jimmy is that he, he allows you to be yourself. Like he doesn't dictate what you need to be doing. Right. Or tell you what he thinks right. you should do. Right. He'll hear you out and then give you the tools to make it work. Let, let me, because I want to get back to that. But in the beginning, wasn't you on Loud? 
No, I was on SRC. Oh, SRC. Which is, which is yeah. Steve Rifkin's company. Steve Rifkin's company. Steve Rifkin's. No, but Steve want to make sure that you understand what's the difference. <laughs> yeah, that is the difference. Good looking. SRC Steve was text me. Yeah. 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 Loud yeah. was partnership. Loud was, was SRC partnership was with Street Rich Rickers Eisenson. Corporation. That's all him. Right, right, Ike? He had David Banner on SRC. Right. Right. Yeah, that's the yeah. same. Steve Rifkin was by himself, but Lau was, was his partners with Rich Eisenson, right? Oh, so he's part of SRC as well. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, all right. So, at what point did you did you and Steve Rifkin uh, part ways? We never part ways. Oh, so y'all still, you still To this do- day, we contact each other. Oh, wow. Yeah, we never literally, con- like, we never parted ways. Wow. All my records was always ran through Steve Rifkin until my contract was ran out. And that's when you went to uh, Interscope. Now, and when I went to Interscope, I wasn't signed there. My label deal was at Interscope. I was still at Comedy. SRC. All right. You see what I'm saying? You get both checks. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even really realize that was yeah. the And that's where T-Pain was at? No, oh, T-Pain that- was my well, my... well, he was at my other label deal over Jesus. at Sony. That's, that's, that's- so I had a label deal at Sony, a joint venture label deal at Universal with SRC, and then I had my... Con Live over at uh, 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 Interscope. So Convict Music was at Sony. Mm. Yeah. It was Jai first before Sony acquired them. Kind of like Twitch and Yeah. Nah, he got three different. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But Jimmy Jimmy was, uh, and you said. Now, you when said, does Jimmy come into the picture? Yeah. Jimmy point. came into the picture when I was shopping my label deal. Right. Because I went to Universal first because I was already there. Right. And I presented him. I said, listen, I want to start a label. This is what I'm going to do. And I brought in T-Pain. Ike was there. They laughed me out the building. You remember that shit, Ike? <laughs> man, they was joking. And you know how they joking over SRC, especially. Oh, man. Gabby? Gabby? Uh, Gabby? Yeah, Gabby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah, goodness. At the same time? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, but, but, and it's Big Gabby too at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Big Gabby's mad Gabby's funny. Gabby's a monster. He's mad funny. He got slim he and stopped being funny. Monster. Yeah, but, um, like, yo, the records, yeah. the re-, and he was saying all clear. Yo, the records are amazing, but bro, his face. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Like, he would say stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they, leaders say they pass. So I went to the top and tried to go through the big building, and then they passed. So that's when I went to Jive, and Jive took T Pain. But then with the success of T-Pain, that's when I came uh, back to do what another was label at the deal. Top? Dave Lighty? Uh-uh. Where? At, um, at Jive. At Jive, it was... Was it Ron Ah! It'll come to me in a minute. It's, okay. Damn. I'm not Faith Newman. No. Um, no. no, no. Uh, Barry Weiss. Barry Weiss. Okay, okay. It was Barry Weiss. I was trying to figure out what time. Yep, it was Barry Weiss. Another brilliant, brilliant, brilliant motherfucker, right? So it was Barry Weiss at the time. So then with the success of T-Pain, that's when I doubled back to try to do a direct label deal with Universal again. And then that's when Mel Winter told me that what I'm asking for, nobody would give it to me. You know, this was like an 80-20? No, nah, it was... Ownership. It was, well, it was a label distribution deal, but then it was the amount of money that I wanted up front. Okay. okay. And he was like, you know, I, kind of, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get that kind of money. And if you go anywhere, they won't. I don't think they'll do it anyway. But if you can find somebody to do it, then feel free to just take the deal. I said, mm. okay, no problem. And that's when I called Tubby. And Tubby brought me and Divine over to um, Interscope. Okay. And that's when I met with Jimmy. Okay. And Jimmy already had my full portfolio already out. He already knew what it was. He said, listen, this is what you're worth. This is what we want to give you. Wow. We want to do the deal here. And it was what you expected? It was double what I wanted. Damn, it was double what you just asked for? Double what I just asked for. Oh, wow. Fuck, that's dope. And that's when it all worked out. Yep. Wow. 
And then where does Lady Gaga come in? So Lady Gaga was already at Interscope when I got there. Oh, she was already a writer. She right? was no, she was an artist. She was an artist there. over there. Yeah, she was actually an artist there. But at the time, I don't know what Interscope was going to do with her because she was there for a minute, right? She was under uh, Troy and Vince under management there. So we was writing for the Pussycat Dolls at the time, mm-hmm. and then that's when I got—I was just excited about this deal. I was happy. Right. I caught a complete block. I needed some inspiration. So I was like, Red One, which was an artist, I mean, a producer that I had just signed from Morocco, me and him was working. And I was like, you know anybody I can just come back and forth with? He's like, well, I was in the studio with, you know, this chick that F.A. brought in, you know, like, she's pretty dope. I mean, if anything, you can get some inspiration. Trust me when you see her. And she walks in with these all gold leotards and stuff and looking like she's from the 80s. And I was like, <laughs> damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but, but she looked like a real artist. But was, was that a good damn or a bad damn? I mean, no, good. It, it, it was like a... Or a different damn. It was just a, a different damn. I didn't know what that damn meant yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was already... That's like, what I'm asking. Yeah, she was already different. Like, right, she was right. already different. But then, after, you know, after speaking with her, talking to her, I was like, this bitch is mad talented. Uh-huh. So we write the record. She goes in to demo the song out. Okay. So as she's going in to demo the song for the girls to hear it, I'm looking like, man, yo, this bitch is a star. Right. I said, yo, wait, did she sign? Right. He's like, I don't know. Ask her when she get out. So she comes out. I was like, yo, what's the situation? She's like, well, you know, I'm at an Interscope. I said, really? I said, so what's the situation? She said, well, you know, I'm not quite sure. I said, okay, give me a second. So I called Jimmy. I said, yo, Jimmy, what's up with this Lady Gaga chick? Hmm. And he's like, why? I said, I think I want to sign her. He said, take her. I said, I can have her? He said, yeah, she's all yours. That's crazy. Like, he threw me that bone. Like, literally, like, right. take her. It's like, your, almost your as project. if he didn't know what to do with her? I wouldn't say that. Because okay. it's Jimmy Iovine. Or maybe, I. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have like, better luck than anybody else. You can't never count Jimmy right. out. He, he'll right. hold it there until he know what to do with it. But I guess... Just like he had Eminem. Right. And he gave it to Dr. Dre. But go ahead. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. was great for pairing producers yeah. with writers or producers and artists. Or artists and writers. That You understand? You feel me? He's moving the chess pieces. He knew, right. So when he saw that I had interest in it, he was like... That can work. So he's like, yeah, take it. So then, mind you, we got a smash hit record. Uh-huh. I said, yo, Jimmy, we got the record. I'm going back in. He's thinking we're playing the record for the Pussycat Dolls. Uh-huh. But at that point, when he told me I could have Gaga, I'm yeah. like, we're working on her album. I forgot all about the Pussycat Dolls, right? Uh-huh. So now we playing it. <laughs> we going there, we playing this record. Mm-hmm. Just damn, wanna be okay? Oh, he going crazy. Oh my God, this is it. We got fucking one. We got it. We got it. So now, the whole time he's thinking this record is the perfect record for the Pussycat Dolls. So the music stops. So Jim, what we doing? He said, man, thank you, man. The Pussycat Dolls are going to love this record. I said, and he's dating one of them at the time, isn't he? No comment. No comment. I don't know. I don't, I don't have the information. I, I have no idea what was going on. All I can tell you, all I can tell you, Jimmy was a very handsome guy, and all the girls wanted him. That's all I can tell you. So the worst. So so then he's like, you know, so uh, what are we doing? I said, well, can we, you know, put this record out? He's like, yeah, but at the time he wanted to put on Pussycat Dolls, and me and Martin was like, he's looking at me like, con don't. Don't say nothing, because he know me. I'm so outspoken. I say, yo, Jimmy, this record is for Gaga. He's like, no. <laughs> Jimmy was like, yeah, I said, Jimmy, this record is for Gaga. Uh-huh. He said, what? I said, yes, it's for Gaga. He said, okay, make me understand this. Right. I said, Jimmy, listen, the Pussycat Dolls are already a global smash right. art. Right. Like, they're a piece of art. Right. All they need is one record. I make a million of them, as you can see. I, I just did this last night. I'll make another one for them. He said, it's not good enough. I said, okay, listen to this record again one more time. We played the record. 
I said, this record will make you another pussycat doll, right. or possibly even bigger. This is a record that break a new artist, not keep a new artist popping. Uh. And he thought about it. He said, would you put your label on that? I said, yeah. Wow. I said, if this record don't work, you can drop me. And he let me go with it. And that probably been the best decision collectively we made together. Together. God damn, make some. But, but wait, but wait. Would you? Were you not worried that the machine would have not got behind the record? Listen, stuff like that. The I don't sabotage. Worry about. I, huh? I, I, you know why? Because one thing I do know, and I believe this in my soul, a hit record is always gonna find its audience. Okay. Always. Even if it ain't got pushed, it might take a lot. Of, it may take time. Right. And prime example, Bonanza. Belly Dancer. Belly Dancer. Right. A lot of people don't know that was my first single before Locked Up. Right. Oh, right or wrong? I didn't know that. That was my yeah, first yeah, yeah. single. No, the first thing I, heard, I ever heard was Universal Locked dropped up. that first. Oh. When that didn't work, that's when Locked Because while they was moving and working Belly Dancer, me, Gabby, Cleve, and Ike, we was on the road pushing Locked Up. Wow. So Locked Up gained some momentum on the streets, became on everybody's mixtape. Then when we did that little penitentiary tour starting over in, in Rikers Island, did that little, you know, what's name people? I mean, yeah, Styles P came home. When Styles P came home, it actually changed everything because his verse made it actually an urban record. Because, right. all right, so was it Locked Up out without Styles P at one point? It, yeah. It was? It was. It was See, that's crazy. The first time I heard Locked Up, I yep. believe it was with Styles P. It was yep. a complete record. Before Styles P got on, we was working that record about seven, maybe eight months. When Styles got on that record, took off. Wow. Took off, yep. Uh, oh, and then we did another remix with Beanie Siegel on there. I never heard that. That Be came out? Yeah. Word? It came, it was on the B side. Oh, shit. But what happened was the Styles P version just trumped it. All right. But Beanie Siegel's version was stupid. Wow. It was stupid. Oh, oh damn, yeah. I ain't know that. Yeah, man. Damn, I ain't know that. Hold on, let me light another blunt. So do you think... <laughs> You think you get credit for enough credit for Lady Gaga's career? Oh yeah, for, for your got, part in it. I got plenty of credit. I got enough credit that I can maximize to build my city. That's all the credit mm. I need. Maximize to build your city, Did bro. You say that? Yes. Build your city. Build our city. Okay. You don't know no. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Hey, I'm coming home. Okay, yeah. Right, I'll right. take that. I promise you. Home. Yeah, I'm coming home. I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah, come on. Build our city, goddamn it. Hell yeah. Oh, y'all coming back. What's the name of it? Acorn City? Yeah, as of right now, it's Acorn City. Acorn City. As of right all now. Right. Because I remember, um, all right, so what does the city consist of? Oh, it's, it's, I mean, just think of, just think of what Dubai is today. Yes. And what it used to be. 15 years ago. Oh, I remember. That's what we want, what's what we want, want to become. But it's, it's going to start, start, no, no, start, no. start small. Okay. Yeah. Right? It's going to start small, 2,000 acres. It's in Senegal? Yes, yeah, in Senegal. Okay. Right off the water. It's so all on the beachfront. Okay. So you're going to have, have resorts. You're going to have entertainment complexes, you know, hotels, right. boating docks, right. you know, amphitheaters for concerts, wow. film studios, music studios, mm. restaurants. Like wow. it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a monster. Wow. How far do you think this is away? Well, the first stage is three and a half years. We are we just literally started building last right. last week. So you guys Before broke ground was, and everything. Well, actually, when we talked about it the first time, yeah. we had just started doing you know environmental studies, right. soil studies, right. all right. that stuff. You know, right. doing all the paper, all the studies, and then COVID hit for a minute, slowed us up. But then we got back into it. But now everything is official. Construction actually literally started last week. Right. Wow. Congrats, yeah. man. Damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful, man. So, and and um, 
Is that where we were talking about the Chinese helping out with the electricity part? No, that's, no that has nothing to do with the Chinese. That has nothing to do with the Chinese nothing. at all. The Chinese uh, side was Akon Lighting. And that's when we was providing solar lights to, you know, it started with villages. Wow. Then we got, um, then we expanded and got into uh, government contracts to do utility work, scale work. So we would kind of just take a specific side of the city uh-huh. and electrify that whole area and then connect to the city above or whatever the case until we got the whole country. But then, I mean, when we got the support from the Chinese with that billion dollar credit line, we was able to expand it to 16 different countries in Africa. Because there was, wow. there was, there's still places in Africa without electricity? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Like villages? Yeah. Really? Africa's huge. Right. It's going to take another 40, 50 years to light the whole continent up. Really? It's going to take time, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, because we see like places like, like indigenous, that's what right. they call yeah, it. There's still some very indigenous areas in Africa. And I heard there's even places, in, I know Africa is huge. Right. I heard there's one place in Africa where there's like no outside people is 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 allowed. Like, it's like... I mean, shit, there's places like that in yeah, California. Yeah. <laughs> and in New York. It's true, no, you're right. There's a place you can't even walk in there, yo. Even the cops can't come in there. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. No, 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 but no, to like, no, this point, is Africa. <laughs> I, me, personally, I haven't never experienced no areas like that, but right. I'm sure there's areas out there that they've never seen white people. Yeah. Or they've yeah. never seen foreigners come right. in dressed a certain kind of way. Right, yeah. Because if you go deep in Africa where there's no airports. Like in the countryside, right. stuff, yeah, the tribal like areas. Yeah, the rural areas. Right. There's areas where there's not even no cars, maybe. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how big this wow. place is. Is riding horses, you think? Or Yeah, we're still riding horses. <laughs> I'm asking, you know, Man, I mean, beautiful horses, too. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful horses. Wow. Holy shit! You you don't fuck with lions and shit like that. <laughs> like you yeah. don't fuck with lions. That's a different kind of question, man. Nah, because you know you know well, that's, that's, we seeing yeah, rich people have lions no, the, in their house. Don't forget, you yeah. must have forgot I had two tigers in my house in Atlanta. See what I'm saying? You right. See what I'm saying? I, I, like those are my real pets. Like those mm-hmm. those are pets. Those are my. If I had to choose, cats all day. Mm-hmm. Black panthers, tigers, over dogs. Like that. Oh, one hundred percent, one thousand percent. Okay, bro, put your dog up against my lion and see what happens. <laughs> hold on, I mean, hold just imagine. <laughs> yeah, so you ever walked your dog around the neighborhood in Atlanta? I don't like dogs. I mean, your lion. You ever walked it? Tiger, tiger, tiger. No, no, no. Tiger, your tiger. no, no, no. Uh. Because no, remember, I, I, Mike I, I, Tyson I, I, said he he slept with his. What did he say? Yeah, he slept with his. Uh, he had a lion. Yeah, he had. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "How does that work?" He said, "It doesn't work." <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> it don't. Um, but the, the, the key is you got to raise them from from cubs, though. Right, right. Yeah, once you, you gotta, get them from babies, them, you know. Huh? You got to declaw them. Yeah, you might want to. You declaw them yeah. and, and defang the them, I think. Yeah, or the whatever. Well, the canine. I mean, the defanging ain't gonna really do much because they still got a hard bite. Like, bro, that defanging means nothing. Really, really don't. Yeah, because yeah, the pouches you, that they come yeah. down on if they, you. If they come at you, it's, it's done. Because right. these teeth are still existing. It's just the right. fangs that you're taking out. Yeah. And you but, can't take those teeth. No, because they got to eat. Yeah, right. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, defending like means nothing. When they, they, listen, you mistreat it, it's going to come for you. What? Right. what the, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want no, no pet like that. Then. I mean, that's any pet, though. That's kind of true. That's kind of true. Yeah, that's any pet. You mistreat it's going to come for you. I seen a story the other day. I think, what's his name? Joe Rogan. He said, this is how ill a pit bull is, that he came home, his pit bull was cut all up. Wow. Like, cut all up. All over his, his face, his pit bull was cut up. So he, and, and his back and everything, so he took the dog, and he brought the dog to the hospital. Hospital stitched him up, but then when he brought him back, he wanted to understand. No one knows the story? Mm. He, he wanted, to, he wanted to, to see what exactly happened. So he followed the, 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 the trail of his dog. Mm-hmm. And and he saw ten coyotes. Wow! Ten dead coyotes. Nine dead coyotes. Oh, so his, wow. his dog. The, the coyotes was coming in trying to kill him. 
Mm. And the dog held it down against nine. He killed nine coyotes, bro. Wow, mm. that's that's kind of hard. That's hard. And, and, yeah, that's hard. Like that's that's, that's a lawyer that's ass. That. That. <laughs> that that's it. Maybe one. Every time I see a pit bull now, I'll be like this. <laughs> like this is make sure me and you on a good level, man. Period. All right, so um, we're gonna go into some of these hits, man. We're gonna go into some of these hits, man. Uh, Oof. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Where do we start? Right, let's start with the two. Like I said earlier, uh, two, 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 if you're in a club and you don't hear these two records, that means you're in the worst club there ever is. <laughs> if they don't play I Want to Walk You, Sweet and Snoop Dogg, and if they don't play Smack That, I suggest you leave. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. But what was what was let's, let's, let's start with one. I want to fuck you, obviously. What, what, what made you make that? Because girls say that too. It's not like only guys in the club is going, I wanna it's it's oh you like, oh okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I don't mean it literally. But but That's crazy. It's, it's a unisex anthem. It's a unisex That's anthem, yeah. for sure. Did yeah. you did you think that was gonna be a unisex and then what was your mind for let's just take well, that? Yeah, at the time I was in Magic City when I wrote that record. God damn it. Lemon sense. pepper wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you know what's interesting? They Lemon Pepper wasn't popular then. That's a travesty. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't popular in two thousand eight. You gotta have. Was y'all chopping on uh, wings in two thousand eight? In Miami. 
They was in Miami? Yeah. Either that or I wasn't up on it. Look, 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 let's get, let's make sure we go back to I Wanna Fuck You and, 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 and Magic City. <laughs> no, but, you keep but, saying that sound crazy. No, I, I'm gonna get back I, to it when I, I wanna I'm fuck you. But hold on, hold on, hold on. In your humble opinion, right. the first time you you had lemon pepper wings, <laughs> where was it at? Because this, this, is, this is a big Miami, Miami no, 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 Atlanta no, no, no. debate. No, but it, what's interesting is the first time I ever had it was here in Miami. Woo! Okay. I ain't know nothing about it. Here, okay. Yeah, I ain't know okay. nothing about it until I came okay. to Miami. Okay. Because right. I told you, but at that time, I didn't know what, that's I, 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 I why I was like, lemon pepper wings didn't exist. Right. Okay. <laughs> at least for me. Okay. But I know when I came here, that's when I got put up on it. Okay. Then Tuxies? when I got home. Where you had your first lemon pepper at? Where you got these virgin eyes? It was Tuxies. at Tootsie's. Tootsie's, all right. Yeah. God damn it. That's, to me, that's what I heard. Lemon yeah. pepper is invented. That's what I heard. I don't know about that I part. Tuxies. I can't tell that to Atlanta, nigga. He, uh, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I realized. I more Miami than Tootsie's. <laughs> yeah, listen, I realized I got to I I leave, leave that shit up to y'all. That's between Miami and ATL. Tootsie's got a broader selection. Yeah. Because I had it first in Tootsie's, but then I had it very close in Onyx as well. And that take one? Hey, hey man, maybe very soon, very soon. Okay, so you in Magic City, and you just said, "Man, I want to fuck this bitch." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. He's a yeah. 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 So now, nah, nah, like, yeah, like, wine and so, so what? The rhythm comes to you. You just looking at her. She's dancing. No, it was a thought. Oh, okay. It, like whatever song was playing, I was in, in the mood of that song, but it was really about her and what she was doing on that. Oh, okay. Then when I got the, I mean, it just, I mean, literally left the studio. I mean, left Magic Club, City, went straight right. to the studio. Yeah. You was writing it in I your was mind? Huh? Was you already writing it in your mind or did you jot well, it down I kind of knew what I wanted to say, but I didn't know how I was going to say it. Right. Until after I made the beat, then I, I, it just hit me. I knew exactly where I was going to go with it. You know what I'm saying? You made the beat? What, you didn't know I was a producer? No, no, no. I didn't know you produced that, John. No, but everything that you heard me on the chorus, 95% of the stuff you heard me on the chorus is beats that I made. Yeah, that's how I used to deliver my songs with the chorus already on it. That's how you used to make placements. Yeah. Yep. That's heavy. Yeah. Your publishing game is crazy. Yep. And smart. Too. It was easy to sell. Yeah. The song was already done. I got yeah. to drop the verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop a couple and if verses. you get a block, I just write the verses for you too. So don't tell me. Don't. <laughs> it was literally that simple. Like, don't tell me that's how Soul Survivor happened. Already chorus on it, beat ready to go. It was actually going. No, I'm not gonna tell that story. But yeah, that's how it happened. Don't tell me it's gonna be for somebody. No, else. no, no, no. It was gonna be. If it would have been for anybody, it would have been for me. Put it right. So Survivor. But what's crazy was you ever had a song and you probably experiences where. Before you either featured or shared somebody on it, you was like, man, I think I'm going to keep this one for myself. Like as a producer, songwriter, right? right? It's some songs you just want to hold on to. Right. That's the feeling I had after I did Soul Survivor. Right. But then when I met with Jeezy and I heard his mixtape, right. bruh. Yeah. You need this. My, I was... I just jumped out the window. I was like, it's no way right. this nigga on this record is not going to be a bigger record. Right. It was impossible. Right. It was just impossible. So when I sent it to him, I wasn't sure how, if he liked it or how he felt about it because it took about almost till the end of the day before I got it back. But the fact that I got it back the same day was kind of common because a lot of people at that time was always excited to get a convict track. So they would do it real quick and send it back. Right. But Jeezy took a little bit longer than normal. And I was like, damn, this shit ain't back yet. 
But when it came back, though, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. I sent that shit over to Meech. Right. He was like, nigga. All right. So this shit, we own. Like, because you got to stand around that time. BMF had the biggest brand. Mm-hmm. But no real, no songs out there. They just, yeah. them niggas would be on, they'd be at the Source magazine, uh. getting awards and all that with no audience. <laughs> 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 nigga, you the best that ever did it. <laughs> Y'all niggas getting awards and everything with no uh. acts out uh. there, mother. Uh. <laughs> no records. <laughs> huh? No, but they was the culture, man. It was, it was, it was, it was something. But Jeezy, I, I just knew he was destined for it. Nah. You know? So, um, let me ask you. Have you ever gave up a record and you was mad as shit for giving up a record? No, no, no. I, I was never mad at giving up a record. Um, but there are records that I gave up that I that I thought would be huge and, and it, it didn't, didn't work out like you thought. Right, like I thought. Right. And, you know, and those records, it's kind of hard to kind of take them back and to give them to somebody else. So you just got to eat that, you know? Yeah. Um, um, you ever heard that track? Jigga, jigga. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I gave that up. That Ooh. shit was Nori, Nori, that fucking Nori. <laughs> when I heard they gave it to Jay Z, I was huge. I was like, what? I said, Nori, we gave it to you. And I was like, but you could have told me. <laughs> I had no excuse. Who I was just. That? Um, track masters. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh. That's, yeah, that was, was yeah, huge. I was heated. I was heated. Yeah, but you're not, you're gonna, you know, some you're gonna miss some. Yeah, you're gonna miss some. And yeah. some aren't meant for you. Yeah, it just wasn't meant for him. Yeah. He probably would have got too famous. And at yeah. that time, it probably wasn't a good thing for him. Probably, yep. Yep. Because yeah. he was wild as hell. Bro. Yes. Uh, all right. No, so, it was wild. So as we shit. we finished. I, I want to fuck you. Then how did you ask the dog? Because I'm trying. <laughs> that just sounds, every time you say it, it sounds crazy. Right? I'm trying to. We I'm trying to avoid that. But how, so what made you want to ask Snoop Dogg? Oh man, that was just it was. It was I think that was all perfect timing. Because mm-hmm. at that time, Snoop was always he was he was hitting me up for songs, and I always wanted to work with him. Mm. But I just didn't have the right record mm. that I felt I could put him on. Mm. And then. The record got leaked. Mm. And when it got leaked in uh, Miami, Plies was on the record. So Plies had the record first because what's interesting enough was when I originally did the record, I did it for Trick Daddy. Oh, shit. Right. Originally, I was like, because I didn't see myself doing that kind of record. As, even though I was inspired by the whole thing, so all my songs was inspired by something, but I, always, I would always handpick which acts would I think would be able to take the record off. So at that time, I'm thinking it was going to be Trick Daddy. Wow. When I sent the record to Slip and Slide, till this day, till this day, I'm guessing. I never knew how Plies actually got the record. All I know is that one week, Steve got a call. That <laughs> nigga, we got a fucking smash in Miami that's on all over satellite radio and every fucking strip club, every club. The record is so big, mm-hmm. we got to do something about it. And I was like, well, let me hear the record. Nigga, when I heard that shit, I was like, God damn, who is this little nigga, right? <laughs> right, so it was one of them things, and then... Oh, he wasn't out yet? No, I don't... He was a new artist. Oh, okay, okay, like, okay. He was, he was big out here. I'm, I'm thinking he's already out. Right, okay, he was a new artist. He was doing it but everybody Florida. agreed that this was a smash hit record. Mm. But Universal was going crazy. Because first of all, the record's out. I'm not cleared. The shit is, like, it's already a potential hit. What do we do? We got we to gotta, we gotta recover this record. Right. So we're like, okay, well, we need to just snatch him off of him, put somebody on the record. Hmm. And then that's when I was like, well, shit, let's put Snoop on the record. He's been calling me for records, and he's, he'd be the perfect nigga on here. Right, yep. So I sent it to Snoop. Literally the same day, he came back with the record, right. bodied it. Right. And these niggas had the record mastered, mixed, and put out the same week. Oh, shit. Like, literally that same, because we had to catch it. The record right. was moving too fast. That Plaza version was gone. But then I felt bad. I was like, damn. You know, he's a new artist. Right. This would have been his big break. Right. 
Like I felt fucked up Because I knew how hard it was To get a record and go Because I know what I went through With Locked Up But do you think he leaked it? Without a doubt That nigga, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga yeah. D-Bow the fuck out of that record yeah, yeah, yeah. But I admire That's what you're supposed yeah, yeah, to do yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to do that But I mean, uh, <laughs> you're, 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 but, but honestly Believe it or not Had he reached out Before he did it Believe me I know for well, sure You don't know something. how he got it but though the, No because guess what Had he not leaked it We wouldn't have known The record was that big so wow. we probably would have worked it out. It was a blessing. It could have been a, right. It could have been a record for him anyway. If right. had we known before that shit took off, but it just—I mean, God has His own way of how right. things happen, right? So at that point, I felt bad, man. So we, we got on the phone, and I was like, "Look, man, you know, it's business. Some of it is beyond what I can do, right. but don't worry, I'm gonna make it up to you." You know what I'm saying? You're saying it applies. I'm saying it applies because I, I just felt bad because I like that was a smash, right? So I was like, "All right, let me figure this out." So that's when I went into the studio, and then I made hypnotize. And I gave him hypnotize. Yeah. That's dope. You know? <laughs> Take a shot for that. That's hard. <laughs> Oh yeah, you was there, Ike. All right, Ike, you gotta relax. <laughs> Ike was there the whole time. <laughs> Ike got his own drink chance back there with the beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yo, that's crazy. Got all that in my notes. Okay. Now, don't matter. Was that a sample? Uh. Uh-uh. That was not a sample. No, nope. it was all played, all original. Really? Yeah, but that was a melody part. Um, that I did take from uh, uh, Bob Marley. Okay. And we got to fight for our rights. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, took, I, I took a piece of that okay. and added it to the, to the chorus. Okay, that's the only part that's sampled, not the yeah. beat. That's, yeah, okay. that, was, that was the rendition part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Survivor, you just answered that question. Uh, so, how about Lonely? Let's, let's get into that. Yeah, Lonely, I wrote that when I was locked up. Mm. Yeah, that record was, I wrote that when I was locked up, and then I recorded it when I got out. Oh, really? The yeah. whole... You, my whole thing. Whole record in jail. Yeah, the song was written, but then the beat at the time wasn't created until I got out. And that's when I was going through my crates and and, and heard the Bobby Vent- Vinton sample. And I sped that up and redid the beat around the, the voice. Yeah, hell of a producer. Yeah. Motherfuckers just hitting us with genius shit. Genius <laughs> shit. That's right. Hold up. Yeah. I'm not even ready for some of this shit. Hold on, man. And, and uh, You know what? Let's skip around a little bit. We spoke about Jimmy Iovine, so let's talk about uh, um, working with Dr. Dre. Oh, man. Working with Dre was like... Well, let me give you a two-part question. Yeah. Because is that is that Nate Dogg on that record? On which one? On the record with uh, you guys and with Dre. At the oh, end. you're talking about the hold-up? Yeah, is that... You know, I never asked Dre who that was. Oh, really? I never asked Dre who that was. I, you never I, looked at the credits? I never looked at the credits. Damn, you that rich. Nah, you working on a city? No motherfucking crap. <laughs> it's just you know, like, like when you work with certain people like that, you kind of already know what the splits is gonna be before you get in, regardless right. of who you add to it. Right. Dre gonna already know what he gonna get. I already know what I'm gonna get. Yeah. Snoop already know what he gonna get. Right. And whoever else is involved, y'all split that amongst y'all right. type right. of thing. You know what I'm saying? So. But overall, was y'all in this um, studio together making that record? Um, we was in studio together making records, but that one specifically was it. I was I was traveling. Okay. That's when I I did my I did everything for it, and then I sent it to them. And then when Dre sent it back to me, he had the Snoop on there, his verse on there, and the hold up voices. So I wasn't sure if that was actual Nate 
Right. Or someone else that sounded like him, or maybe something sampled from an older song added. Okay. You know what right. I'm saying? Okay. But that, you know, Dre, you don't really, you just let him do what he do. You didn't like, ask no question. Like, You're like, yeah, I'm no not going to ask no question. Like, right. Nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it came back and fucking smashed. That's right. all I know. Yeah, yeah. Hell you know yeah. What I'm saying? Hell yeah. Right. Hell uh, fucking yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful was amazing. How, how, how'd you make that? That one, I think that was around the time when, um, I, hold on, before we get to beautiful, my bad. Did you did you say where you was at when you recorded uh, the Dre um, vocals? Did you say where you yeah, was where at? Where were you traveling? Oh, the Dre? I was on I was on tour, actually. On tour? I was on so tour with Gwen Stefani. Um, so I had a tour. Uh, well, Gwen, I had, I had a, um, Gwen Stefani? You yeah, say Stephani. you was on tour with Gwen Stefani? Right. <laughs> normal. I was on tour with Gwen Stefani. That's yeah. it. Normal. That's it. Normal. Go ahead. That's why I wasn't in the studio, though. But I had, I, had a, um, I had a studio in my bus. So mm. that's how I was able to get the records out at the same time. And that's how, actually, I was able to get Sorry Blame Me response so quick. Because mm-hmm. when, um, when that whole controversy hit, I was actually on the road with Gwen Stefani. Oh, when, the, um, when you made the record Sorry? Sorry Blame Me. I made that on the bus. What did you, why did you make that? Because it was... No, it was, just, it was you know, because at the time, it was, a, it was a huge controversy about uh, the, the club appearance that I made in, um, in Trinidad. Okay. And an underage girl snuck mm-hmm. in and, and was part of this dance whining contest. Yeah. And unfortunately, she snuck out the house. Her dad was a, was a preacher. And he woke up and saw that she won on the first on the front page, like it was right. a big thing. Right, you know what I mean? Really so religious he, out there. Yeah, he he flipped out, like you know, right. da, da, da. so at that point, her age was revealed because the daddy was like, "She's underage. How do you guys allow her to go into the club?" Da, 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 da. And everybody was shocked because they was like, "Wait a minute, this is a twenty-one and older club. Like, how is she?" 15 in there You know what I'm saying But the pop was just So hyped about it And of course Me being a celebrity Being attached It, it right. just made a huge thing right. And then Verizon Pulled my sponsorships oh, wow. And all of this oh, stuff. But yo oh, Gwen Stefani though right. Rode with me Because that Verizon Sponsorship right. Sponsored the whole tour mm-hmm. And I was on it So they came to home Was like listen Khan If you want us to continue Sponsoring this tour You need to pull him Off your tour And she was like I'm not doing that Gwen Stefani a gangster? Nigga, she rocked with me, though. Oh. Like, oh, Gwen Stefani a gangster? I she like, you know that's a gangster. Gangster. Yeah, she a real one. Now. Nope. Now. Nah. Yep. Yeah, let's talk about that. The, uh, the Sweet Escape. Might as well while we on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Sweet Escape. Yeah, so Sweet Escape was crazy. So Jimmy Iovine called me and was like, listen, I want you to go in with Gwen. I was like, Absolutely, I, I love Gwen. This is before the tour, obviously. This is before the tour. Right. This is before the tour. She was. She had just finished her album. But they needed that one record. Like, they would needed one record, you know? And I was like, well, let me hear the album and see what she got, and then I'll see if, you know, what I can put for her. When I heard the album, it was a little different from what I would have wanted for her on the album, being who she was and the timeline in which she was recording those records. I felt there was a certain direction that I felt like she needed to go. So I just did that direction for the single that they wanted for. And while we was in the studio, that's when we wrote Sweet Escape. Right. right. So when we sent that over to Jimmy, he was like, man, this record is fucking amazing. Right. But there wasn't enough time to do more records because she was literally like dropping that week. Mm-hmm. So we said, let's maximize this actual song because this could be the first record out. So they ended up taking the song. It became the first single. Then it became the song became the name of the album, Sweet Escape. Mm-hmm. Then they set up a whole tour around that song called Sweet Escape Tour. So that song became her whole marketing imaging, right. the whole like oh, movement great. for that whole album. Wow. Yeah, You man. orchestrated that for us. I, I made the record. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy orchestrated right, it. You know? right, right. <laughs> but everything you're saying goes in line with you saying that Jimmy is the kingmaker because yeah, he here is. you are 
blessing all these artists and, and helping and making their careers as well. Right. Which is right. crazy. You know, because I think sometimes it helps to have just new blood around that see things differently from how, you know, your, your core see it. Because oftentimes, like prime example, let's say a, a building like Universal, for instance. They got a set group of producers that they go to every time they sign acts. You right. know what I'm talking about, right? Right, of course. Set group of writers that they go to every time they sign an act. Right. Mm-hmm. They all start to sound alike. They all start to feel alike. And there's nothing different because they're using the same producers that's been proven to have hit records. It becomes like a cookie cutter thing. It, right. Exactly. And I think that's what Jimmy was trying to cut away from. So that's why he started bringing in people that looked at the projects differently because even when you, saw the, when you heard the first album versus the album that I was working on, that there wasn't that much of a, a growth change. Mm. But when you hear that record on that album, you can hear the difference from that record versus everything else that was on there. You know what I'm saying? And that means he's willing to take chances, too. Yeah, I mean, I want to give you what you ain't got. I want right. to give you something that the audience can listen to and say, oh, she, they stepping it up, or they grown from where they used to be. You know what I mean? But at the same time, keeping the integrity of who, what it is you bring to the table, but you also taking it to a level to where you look like you're becoming bigger than what you was before they you know, experienced you. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. God damn it, man! This this is this is this is this is crazy. What are some of the producers that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with? Interestingly enough, I haven't worked with man. The only producers that I actually ever worked with on collaboration. Because yeah, remember, he's producing a yeah. Stuff. It's Polo, Polo to Don. Okay. I work I work with him on some collaboration okay. stuff. Um. Who? Nah, me and Kanye hasn't. We never worked on anything collaborative. Okay. Um, that could be crazy. Yo, now that I think about it, he's the only. Okay. No, um, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. Me and Metro Boomin worked on some stuff together, and uh, who London, you said before London on the track. Me and worked on, some, but that, that's all after my time. But during my time, I didn't. I, don't, I actually wasn't working with any producers. I was would, doing would all the work, work myself. With? Absolutely, hell yeah! Who were some who were some of the people you were working? Timberland, I would love to work I, with Tim. I see you and Timberland together. I think me and Tim together would come up with some because um, ain't you we taking over right? Um, we're college. Yep. Um, isn't that oh, Danger? I did some stuff with Runners as well too. I, oh, I, Runners. Let me, let me yeah. get that. And Danger was on. Um, yep. The, Danger was we, we co-production over. on. That's one of my favorite. I mean, when we, we did the first interview with him, it was at Kyle's studio. Yeah, it, I think they were working yeah. on something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It yeah. was at College Studio. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was my home. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was my home, bro. Yeah. Like, even to this day, when I record in Miami, I go right back there. Mm. Khaled never there. Yeah, he playing golf. No, the shit got. <laughs> Shout out to him playing golf. He got a cover of Golf Digest, yeah. goddamn yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know what kind of cheat code you got, Khaled, but it is working. Keep going, my brother. Like a mud. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like my studio now. Yeah. Like, I'd yeah. be like, yo, Khaled, I'm in Miami. He said, well, you know what to do. I, I ain't there. Like, he done gave me somebody to talk to to open up, close up, everything. Like, it felt like that that day. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's like my home in Miami. Yep. You play golf? Actually, I just started playing golf a year ago. Okay. I started my first golf tournament with Steve Harvey in Dubai. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, and then I, and it was crazy. <laughs> What's crazy was, right? Steve Harvey. I, I, got, I, I, I caught some lessons before I started. Top golf? No, actual golf. Oh, right. so I, I, used to, I, I was playing top golf before I got there, though, so I got okay. the base. My drive was already crazy right. t- because of top golf. Couple top golf. That's, that's, right. that's my friends golf. telling me to right. go and bash myself. Don't get on the field first. Go yeah, to top, top golf. I'm telling you. Go, I, but go the bowling mini, alley of golf. Go to the mini, go to the mini golf. Yeah, for the putts. Yeah, yeah, for the I putts. I was horrible on the putts, though. Okay, But right. what saved me was we was playing by teams. Uh-huh. So I do the drives, boom. 
195, 200, 225 on my first drives, bro. Like, mm. killing it. But then when it's time to putt, you know, somebody in the team that was good at putting gets. So the first um, uh, uh, golf tournament, we actually came number one. We, mm. we were in first place. Mm. But then the second year when we came, then they started bringing professionals out. Mm. So then we was last place. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you, who were you playing the first time? Oh, no. We was playing some real top people. Oh, okay. It just, the second time, you know, they, 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 they upped Annie. <laughs> you play golf? Nah. Nah, but it's fun, though. It's addictive, bro. Once you start, yeah. it's addictive. It seems like it's addictive. It's addictive. Is it expensive? Nah, not at all. Yeah? Like... Not at all. Yeah, I, I don't not know. at all. If you go if, on on an average day, you go to play golf, you're gonna be spending probably a little bit under five hundred dollars. Really? Yep. And but and they, they smoke cigars and shit. I see I see a lot of motherfuckers getting yeah. drunk out there. A lot of big yeah, deals. They, they, People they, make they, deals they, on the golf course. <laughs> they, I mean that's that's what used to happen. <laughs> Is now that how you just, take advantage? Now they just tell secrets. <laughs> they just tell secrets. Now. Oh shit! <laughs> Is that how you take Ain't advantage? Ain't that deals being made? No let more. them let them get drunk and then you you act like you got a pina colada and boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got that drink right yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Take a sip first. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, so what is well, this? Is something we didn't ask you in uh, Quick Time of Slime? Mm. Very famous uh, on this show. Major or independent? What do, what do you prefer? All right. So when I was major, mm. I was screaming independent. Right. But when you got independent, oh, you're gonna love but, this now. No, no. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. I like it. When I, like I was major, it. I was screaming independent all, all right. day. I was convincing everybody to go independent, independent, independent. But that's because that was before I, I realized who I was. Because I never felt famous. Like, I always right. felt like, right. you know how we do. Uh-huh. Like, Regular, you yeah. see me now, like, mm-hmm. by myself. Right. I always felt normal. But then, when I got off the major and went independent, I said, independent ain't really for me. Because <laughs> I'm too big to be independent. Right. Right. I need to be structured and managed by a major label because of who I am who I am already. Right. Now, if you're an artist that um, are beginning or you got a nice little bubble within your, your, your area or territory, independent is for you because you can grow independent and build your structure to become what, you know, like manages your career right. moving you have, forward. If you right. can self-master yourself. Right. Self-master. You know what I'm saying? And, and grow to that level. Right. But it's, it's in steps. It's all in stages. But an artist that just comes from a major label and just goes... Deep dive and independent is a bad idea. That's what happened to you, and that's yeah. why you always it's say bad, major. That's why, because it, it, I'm always advocating for independence. Yeah. He's always advocating yeah, for major. Uh, we, we are, but this is the thing: when you're in a he major li- situation, and in the era that he was in, too. makes sense because you're looking at the numbers that you're making these niggas, right. and you're like, man, if I can make that for me, but we don't also realize all the resources that it takes to make those numbers. There, the too. machine that's, that's supporting right. us, right. right? You know what I'm saying? Like you you, you got to realize. Like you have to really grind when you're yeah. independent. And by the way, depending on your label, you gotta grind when you on a major. Oh yeah, like major you gotta grind right. even because harder. With, with no disrespect Especially to a lot today. of majors, it's not the major labels are sometimes incompetent. It's sometimes their workers are just people that's lucky to be there. And it's also a lot of hookups. It's a lot. It's a lot of. It's all you know, who you know. Like like like, like this guy doesn't deserve that job that he has. His it's uncle like hooked him up. There, right? His uncle hooked him uh-huh. up, so he's fucking up. So you gotta you gotta grind hard enough. On a major, but if you if a major spends three to to, to ten million dollars on you, they can't take that back. Right, right. So you need to get that back, and you need to be as much independent in, within that major as possible. Right, you know what I mean for you to work, make it work. That's what well, I. Well, you I, owe I, it. You owe it. Let's let's be clear. You owe it, and contractually, you got to get that money back, and then you got to go through. Well, actually, it's hoops. not even about contracts and monies and recoups at that uh, stage. It's about visibility. 
Right. Right. Because guess what? When you out there and you're visible, the money gonna come. Oh yeah, you can work. Especially it. when right, you're right. bringing out great product, right. Right? right? But if you don't have the push right. and you're not visible, I don't care how dope your shit is. Nobody, right. if nobody hears it, nobody can react to it. Yep. Right. So it's the money that they're putting in you that gives you the exposure that you need to make money. Right. So yeah, they recouping, but you also have an avenue to make more money. Like music should also because your a brand is stone. larger, right? Your, right? your brand is larger. Opportunities come. Right. There's revenue and, and, and opportunities from a substantial of making money that comes to you that the rep, the, the label don't share in. Yep. So that's that's really the balance. But this is the thing. This is what I'm always telling them. The percentage of the people that are successful in that system are smaller. So right. what I always advocate is be independent. To go to a major and take advantage of a deal that you could do with right. a major because yeah, you're already independent. Right. Versus you go in me, fresh, I tell you, I, you're going right. to be taking advantage of. Going in of. fresh, you're going to be on a shelf. Right. I, listen, and I that percentage that's the of being line. successful yep. is small. Absolutely. I'll give you a great example. Um, uh, the other day, because, you know, like I said, I was going to Paris for my wife's birthday. And I remember me going to Europe and me being able to do a Capone Noriega show a Nori hosting and then a Nori Latin show like all in one day wow. because it, I was I was three different artists to these guys yeah. and they didn't see me yes. but I wouldn't have been able to pull that off as an independent artist but no. you were in the heyday right. of the labels of the heyday of the industry and you were no, no, you were no, no. Uh, reggaeton I'm talking about no I know but, you, but that was the reggaeton what that came through that was the reggaeton like, heyday but it wasn't hip hop's heyday no but you still had what you were doing already from the past yes yes. you had yes. past hit singles okay, on a major label what you're trying to say no no I'm just saying that it's what I'm trying to say is you are that percentage that top percentage that did get through and could take advantage of that major deal. No, I think I took risks to be a part of that percentage because you got to remember, like even like when I did reggae throw, everyone laughed right. at me, including him. Right. You know what no, I mean? I, everyone I was totally laughed everyone at me. laughed at me. You look like, like you laughed at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not because as a Latino hip hop head, I, yeah. we were all listen, listen, we was listen, just trying to fight closest, for our own. Listen, right. my two closest friends in hip hop is him and Fat Joe, and they both was like, "Don't do that shit." <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> but then at least years later, they was like, "We were wrong." Yeah, no, they admitted. They admitted. But you know, we got to realize. I had to go against the machine. That was actually going against the machine. When I brought the record to Def Jam, I kid you not, this is a real story. I brought the record to Def Jam. I was like, yo, um, I want uh, to put this out. And then they looked at, they, they laughed at me too. They was like, you want a what? <laughs> I was like, I want a, a Boricua, Morena, Dominicano, Colombiano. And they looking at me like, you're a hip hop artist. They didn't know what reggaeton was. was. I was like, yo, this is music in Puerto Rico. I love yeah, this they, shit. They weren't getting it. I love this shit. Yeah. And they were like, they were looking at me like, <laughs> this is this is your you remember how uh, gang, your gangstar back, gangstar did uh, the jazz album right. and I remember guru, I, guru, guru did the guru, jazz album. Guru, guru, my bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Guru, guru did the jazz album. And I could imagine, you know, right. you know, it's it's it's, it's these. Beyonce later on did a Spanish album. Yeah, uh, so many. I mean, now it's different. Yeah, but, but I was the first. Right. And I'm looking in the at the market. Yeah. And they like, because you know, I, I got the war report. I made right. the war report, <laughs> and they looking at me like this is the exact totally opposite. opposite right. But I'm right. like, I'm like, but I'm Puerto Rican. Right. Like, why should I be held to it? So I did, like I said, I went against the masses, and it went from. This is this is a real story. Kevin Lyles is my boy. Kevin Lyles said. I said I'm gonna take this record and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to uh I, I'm gonna give it to just the Spanish DJs. So I didn't even give it to no black DJs, no white DJs. I gave it to DJ Enough, DJ Camillo, uh, Felly Fell. The ones that you knew and uh, Felly Fell. Understand what it is. Uh, what's my other man? Julio G. Uh, 
Uh, if you was just Latin, I just gave it to you. I gave it to him. He ain't play that shit. Uh, <laughs> I have video when he, he literally sang the song for he, me. He and shit I it on me. I was joking. He and shit, I'm laughing at listen, him. Listen, Akon, he shit it on me in my face, though. At least he ain't, he ain't two way me, though. Right, he right. said it in my face. You know, like, no, no, I laughed right Bad Joe face. laughed in my face. So then, <laughs> so the record, the record, I make it just for a Puerto Rican Day Parade. Right. So this is three weeks before the Puerto Rican Day Parade. It get 500 spins. Wow. Then it get 1,500 spins. Then they get 3,500 spins. Then they get... Wow. This is on its that's, own. That's a lot this at that time, too. No, it huge, was just, huge. That's yeah. just, huge. I ain't gonna lie. One thing you gotta depend on Latinos is they proud support. of themselves. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. Support. And that's what... Absolutely. If you listen to that record, that, that you listen to that record, that's yes. all I was doing. I was catering to the Latin audience. I was like, you motherfuckers better support me. They kicking me out of hip-hop right now. <laughs> they kicking me out of hip-hop for fucking with y'all. For fucking with y'all. And the record became number one. I had 140 million audience. Wow. I remember... I remember L.A. Reid coming to me and was like, you 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 beat Mariah Carey this month, and I didn't know what that meant, but I know what it meant. meant. Yes, I said, that was huge. I, I said, "Holy moly!" Mariah Carey was damn the biggest female artist on the planet at that and, time. And, and I'm gonna tell you something. It's the first time I knew that New York had seven radio stations. I had only knew about Hot 97. I had only knew about Power 105. I had wow. nothing to know about KTU. I never knew about La Mega Sabega. I never, right. I never knew I'm about. Uh, I never knew about. I, I'm doing radio now. Different, right? You know, different. I'm yeah. on pop, yeah. Like I'm on pop. The record was so big. I remember me, the record was so big one time. I remember me being in the club and a dude just bumping into me and going, "Buddy, <laughs> and just looking. He's ice grilling me, singing me. <laughs> I just said, "You a legend." <laughs> Leave it alone. But but that. that so I say that to say, I said to say. Now now look at the trifecta of that. Bego Calderon was originally on that record. Wow. Bego Calderon, Bego Calderon and Daddy Yankee took right. two different approaches. Right. When Dago was on the record, the record was spiked in just Latino community. Daddy Yankee made a deal with Interscope. Right. Interscope said it's in their best interest to help Def Jam yeah. blow him up on, on, right. on Oye Micando. And then, it's a win-win. And, and then... And then we helped them on Gasolina remix. Yep. Wow. And look how, look how, look at that. Because of two major, wow. I'm, I'm not trying to get you to cross over to the major side, but I'm just like, <laughs> well, no, I'm just giving you an example. No. I'm, I'm sorry, because I keep looking at you. I don't want you to think like, but what I'm saying is, look, look, look at that. Had, had, had those, because if you look at the two, it's five of the major records that hit reggaeton, right? I believe it's reggaeton Latino. Yep. I believe it's Gasolina yep. and Oye Micando. Oye Micando that's but you know you're actually making my point. What, no, 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 what no, I'm no. saying is if you do something independently and prove it, right. then it gives you more leverage in, got in the machine. I got you, but what I'm saying for this, for this being like so new for it to be commercialized, for it to get on MTV, you couldn't have been independent. For it to get yeah, on... Exactly. For, but, you did, yeah. but, you, but you started the buzz independently. Nobody believed in it, right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. That's what, that's, oh, absolutely. That was my point. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like... But you, you, y'all do know y'all both were right. Yes, yes, yes. But we've been having this conversation. At the time uh, and uh, when you was active, right. independent was unheard of. It, right. It, it, your it was model trash. wouldn't have worked. Yes. Right. Trust it was, me, it wouldn't have worked. It was trash. But today... Mm -hmm. Independent are actually more effective than the majors, mm -hmm. right? Because of the new technologies and all the other, you know, yeah, and because of streaming. But all the resources that's been created for the user. Well, the thing is, independent works depending on what you want out of being independent, right? If, if someone's trying to be 
big and they want to make certain kind of bread, maybe it wouldn't work. But maybe someone wants more creative you know, luxuries to be able to do whatever the fuck they but, want. But I mean, you can do that with a major as well. The only difference is the audience knows the difference between a major push yep. and an independent push. And it's just unfortunate that today's audience, now they, they, they rather support the underdog. Right. Well, they don't even know anymore because no, even the majors know. know. The yeah, majors, I think they know more now. How I knew they knew? Pretending that something is independent. How I knew they knew is when SoundCloud became what it was. Right. Because mm. that was the home of the underdogs. Mm. SoundCloud became where all the majors started picking from. Mm. Like, all of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now that's when TikTok. I knew. They stopped now doing artist development. Yeah. Now it's TikTok. I can't stand TikTok. Now it's TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, me either. Oh, my God. I can't even... I can't stand it. I can't, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I can't stand it. Yo, but um, let's talk about ringtones. Right. Was that something that, that, that because... That's crazy that that's like non-existent really anymore. Non-existent. How but, big it was. How big but it was. But that was the first time... He, I don't know if you've seen Snoop recently. Snoop was like, man, he was talking to Larry Jackson. Mm-hmm. He's like, Larry Jackson, you're talking all this crazy shit. But I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Right, yeah. And he's like, but... Us as artists, we don't even know how much we get a stream. We don't really tell. No, I saw know. that shit was dope. You know, yeah. know, but um, uh, 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 shit. How do you? Ringtones. Ringtones. So ringtones was the first time I complained, right? Because I was just like, "What the fuck is this shit? Like, why is my shit platinum?" And I don't. I, I'm not receiving nothing for it. What I understood was it was going under electronical rights. Yeah, going yeah so you, you you signed over your digital rights. Uh, digital rights. I didn't I didn't know about that. That's, well, that's well, what I don't think well, I signed no, over we, my we digital rights. No, we keep talking. He so signed it everything in perpetuity. perpetuity. No, 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 no. The universe in perpetuity. perpetuity. No, but this, it wasn't there. The, the no, word digital at, wasn't at, there at the time when when you signed your original contract. Yeah, it was that language wasn't there. Yeah. Right. But at the second time when they renegotiated, oh, yeah, they, got they gave you just a little bit more money. You didn't care what that was. You just wanted that money. He didn't look at no, 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 no. I got disagree. No, I got disagree. It clearly said digital rights. <laughs> no, I got to disagree. I don't think it was there. I don't think it was Bro, there. Bro, I promise you, what, what year I, was that? This was, well, well. Any year, oh, any year after 2006. Yeah, no, 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 no. Wait. Because oh, they, oh they changed the language in 2004. Okay. Okay. Uh, but most people ain't start catching until 2006. That's probably when I caught it. You, yeah, you, caught you, it. you caught yours on, your, on the renegotiation. That's where a lot yeah. of people got hit. Okay. That's where a lot of people okay. got hit. See, what, what made me a little bit different was I was a businessman first, right? right. And then when we and it started because SRC was a little bit slow on certain situations too because mm-hmm. they had a boutique label. Mm-hmm. They were just distributed by a major. Right. So it gave me more time to understand what was going on, understand the business a little bit more because Steve Rifkins was wide open. He was very transparent on how about, things work. Right. right? Dope guy. So I'm looking at the, how much singles we selling but then the ringtones, everywhere I go, I would hear songs on people's phones. Mm-hmm. And I say, yo, how much, like, how much is that that you're paying for? They said $4.99. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I said, damn, that's, that's for like a couple seconds, yeah. $4.99, right. and we selling singles for $1.99 for four minutes? Right, right. I said, wait, hold up, this is different, how much, let me find out how much I'm getting. So I called my attorney, I said, yo, um, how much do I make from those ringtones if, if somebody used my phone? He said, well, let me check your contract. Right. He said, oh, well, I don't know, it's not in your contract. I said, what do you mean it's not in my contract? He said, it's not in here. It says nothing about ringtone sales, anything digital. So that stuck, that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So then I started making music specifically for, for the phone. Because oh. it's $4.99 for a few seconds. <laughs> Any basic <laughs> businessman will tell you that's where the money is. <laughs> so every song that we was releasing was very ringtone friendly. <laughs> especially Mr. Lonely. <laughs> right? So then we put that thing That's the original out. TikTok. <laughs> Boom. It is definitely that. Right. The way you yeah. just described it. Yes, yeah. that's right. what they no, do right the now. That's TikTok. what they do right yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then we put the records out. Mm. But we would always make ringtone versions, chop them up, different wow. parts of the song we chopped. That was like my main focus. I didn't care about the singles. Wow. And we just focused on it. Every record I produced, I made sure it was ringtone friendly. Bah, 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 bah. And before you know it, bro, we was making so much on ringtones, but it was money sitting in the pipeline. You had to go claim it. Yes, mm. and they 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 think I ain't know, but I knew because <laughs> right. they didn't know that I knew. So I'm just letting it pile up, letting it pile up. Right. Renegotiation came, right. Right. nigga. He says, "I gotta put a down payment on Acorn City." Look at his face. Look at his face, boy. Yeah, they try to slip that digital language in. I said, "Uh, uh." Put that <laughs> That's a separate deal all together. Right, bro, right. my advance for the digital side, because, right. bro, at that time, I was in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most ringtones sold ever. Wow. I mean, above Elvis Presley, Michael Jackson, any catalog, Beatles, it didn't matter. We, t- we trumped everybody. Wow. So we just waited. Oh. And you made a separate deal for, oh, for yeah. digital? Oh, yeah. Digital was a whole nother deal. That had nothing to do with it. Analog, Ooh, that's record amazing. sales and tapes and CDs. This is digital. This, whole, this is something, we don't even know what this is yet. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's where Ringtones first fell under. That, that, well, yeah, exactly. Was. Digital yeah, yeah, could have been anything. Yeah, anything. I'm like, digital's too broad. Right. Let's break that down. Right. Like, right. what you mean? I, <laughs> 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 you know? That's real. That's real. Yeah, it's too broad. Uh, uh, and these contracts will do that to you because they can they can actually win because it actually literally is. And digital. they counting on you not really reading the contract or your lawyer. No, they're not. counting on you not understanding it. Right. But uh, what's interesting is even the attorneys at that time didn't really understand it. Right. Because those guys are just guys that sit in the office. But I was always a, a, a tech, tech. I was just always tech. I was always ahead of tech. This is something about tech that I just, I was, I just always loved. You know what I'm saying? So the word digital, made, I knew exactly what that meant. But I also knew where the world was going. And I just ain't want nothing to come, and not, you know, and I want to be a part of everything. So I said, no, nah, let's let's define what this is specifically. So if some a new technology come. We can define that as it comes. You know what I'm saying? So was iTunes lit yeah. back then? No, iTunes, oh, wasn't, iTunes wasn't even uh-uh. At that time, right. they was fighting against Napster, yeah. releasing right. shit for Ooh, free. I remember Napster. Yeah. Napster's was started that whole, that yeah. whole internet Na- movement. Napster's yeah. the beginning of streaming, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They the godfather of the streaming. I remember Napster. I, I put that shit And they the- said that music was going to be free for all. all right. They could not understand it. All right. Look all at right. today. Yo, you know look, what I'm saying? I remember when I went on Napster, I cried. They had all my shit on there. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what do you do? What do you complain to? Right. Like, because I don't be wanting people to listen to my shit for free. Fuck that. Fuck them. Motherfuckers <laughs> are fighting the bootleggers. <laughs> you were beating up the poor bootleggers. Yo, we used to beat up the bootleggers? Yeah. <laughs> we used to beat up the. Hey, come on, what are you doing here, oh, sir? But okay, so That's in the, in the vein of, of seeing the future and the technology, what are you thinking now about AI? What's that? Where's that going from? AI music? is dangerous. Yes, I don't like it. It's dangerous. It's very I can do a whole dangerous. album with you. You ain't even got to be there. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's there's not a lot the part of different aspects me. to it. Yeah, that's, that's not really, bad. Yeah, that's not the part that scares me because right. when I when I like I told you when I look at digital, I'm thinking about 25 years from now. Right. AI has created. It's almost like you know how they got this saying that everything you see in the movies mm-hmm. eventually happens. Right. It's actually very true. Well, I right. robot. Everything. It's very true. Matrix. Terminator. Let me, let me explain how. Let me explain how. I robot and this actually relates. Okay. okay, we're talking about AI. This is machine learning. Yep. The problem with about the problem with us as humans, we are just very arrogant mm. and we're super greedy. Mm. It's never enough for us. It always got to be more. Uh-huh. We always want more, right? As if right now the world ain't amazing that we just ain't satisfied. Right. We just got to build better, right. right? Why? Let me explain with with with, with, with machines or computers, for instance. Mm-hmm. When you build a computer that can teach itself to teach itself, mm. computers are already smarter than we are. Right. Right. Because of the, the computing power, how fast they can right. compute they, things. Right. Computers are already smarter than us. This is the process, right? So now imagine when the, when the, when the computer itself can teach itself. Right. What happens is it'll start teaching itself things that we can't uncode. Mm-hmm. We, It'll code itself. It's Thank you. It'll code itself, right. and you can't control what it codes mm. because depending on the original programmer, whether he's thinking positive or negative, whether he's someone that want to change the world or destroy the world, right. that's where it becomes complicated because if you find somebody that's creating situations that's in his best interest, and he may just be smart enough to code something that's going to continue to, you know, like uh, 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 teach itself right. to a certain level, mm-hmm. then computers become a threat. Let's say, hypothetically, um, computers in the security sector. Everything's a threat to the computer. Right. It doesn't know that you're approaching me right. with good intentions. Right. 
It just knows that you're walking up on me right. with a gun on your on, on, on you know on your waist. Right, and it can react. Right? And your high, and your blood pressure is spiked up. Right. Maybe just because you just take blood pressure medicine. Right. All so excited to see you. Right? right. The first thing that's gonna happen is, and that's what's happening, they're using machines for weapon. Mm-hmm. But in order to make a weapon, you also gotta make something that's gonna protect, right? Okay. So what's gonna happen is everybody that's actually against AI becomes a threat now. Right. So guess what? They have to create Machines to protect us from those who are against it. Mm. Right. Imagine that, right? We let's just say we don't want man, we're not for that. Okay, we're already on record. They know where we live. Yep. They know where we at all times. They have all our information, all our data, metadata, everything about us. They know, bro. Right. All is trying to figure out if you're getting tapped, yes, nigga, you are. Yeah. Bottom line, they know everything. Yeah. That's how AI is even existing today with all this information, all right. right? So now they know that we're against AI, so-called against AI. Right. We're already a threat to the system. So now those machines are watching us, right. checking for us. The moment we make a move that feels like it's a threat to the whole situation, right. we are terminated. Right. And it can calculate your moves because it it'll do probability and say, okay, this is probably everything. what the, this So now do. let's take it further, right? They done already dealt with the ones that's against it. All right. Now the ones that's against it got families. They going against them too. Now they're against it. It's just a matter of time before those machines turn from protecting us to going after us. Right. I mean, it may not happen like this, but it's just a matter of time because the more the machines get smarter, they become they become what takes control of everything. Guess how many jobs are going to get lost? Yep. Millions of jobs. I already seen the garbage so, truck with no garbage men. Now we take it even a, a step further. The that. people that lost millions of jobs, right? Ain't got no way to feed their family. What they gonna do? They gonna turn to the street or turn to some against their own nature to, to feed their families. Yeah. So now they become the outlaw. The anarchy. And guess who they gotta get protected suits, from? Right. The machines now have to protect those outlaws that lost all their jobs because of the machines right. to feed their families, and they become a threat. And before you know it, something tragic's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time before we, we kill ourselves. Yeah, I mean, it's not really far-fetched to think that what it could do. I mean, you could, it could be as simple as AI is created to protect the environment. Who's the, the worst person against the environment? It's the those humans. things. And then the AI says, the human's the problem. Because we are. You know well, ain't yeah. the humans controlling the AI, though? No, no. we unleash listen, it. We listen, unleash it. We are, all we wait, do... Wait, wait, so listen, it's, it's no this, one... This is why it's dangerous, this, right? There's no one like... Uh, this is why um, it's dangerous. The Wizard of Oz been behind? No. This is why it's and dangerous. nobody who's controlling no. it like the This Wizard is why it's dangerous. We loose. We created it... Okay. To teach and control itself. No. It's intelligence. Yes, artificial it's intelligence. intelligence. It, it teaches itself. There, there, there's, there's, no, there's no senses of it. It doesn't have feeling. Yeah. It doesn't have emotion. So it there's no big like, place somewhere where we, like, AI is there. It's no. There's, there's and, a it, and there's multiple companies there, there's and governments. Database. Like he said, there's multiple entities right. doing it in their own way, their own however set. they want. Right. Like there's, there was an AI that taught itself a language that was never programmed to even learn a language. Right. right. It, it, it taught, I think it taught itself Bangladeshi or whatever the, the name of the language is. But Pretty it taught sure itself. No, 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 no. Bangladesh. <laughs> I don't know. Bangladesh. Banglo. Banglanese. Banglanese. Whatever. But it taught itself a language, bro. That's wild. Right. That a computer taught itself a language without being programmed to do that. Right. Yeah. The problem is we can't control it once it gets to the point of teaching itself. Because right. when it starts to teach itself, it acts on what it teaches itself. Mm. So, yeah, you can turn it off. All right, cool, but there's a million other ones that's open right now that's still plugged in. Then when they all, um, but you still have a big database in every part of the world because they always got separate database in case one go wrong or one get bombed or whatever. But we're just talking just basic analogies, just hypotheticals. Right. But now we're talking about war because really AI is really to gain knowledge and be able to gain positioning when it comes to war. 
threats from other countries and other foreign nations and whatever right. the case may be. But the problem is the world is living on fear. Right. And as long as we're living on fear, everything is a threat. So as long as everything's a threat, nobody's safe. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. There's an arm race, arms race to, to create AI. Right. Every government is doing it. Everybody's doing it. Just but they doing it to use it as a weapon though. That's what's dangerous. That's the scarier part. Yeah. I thought they was doing it just to use Biggie and Prodigy versus. Nah. <laughs> You ain't you ain't hear Ice Cube. Ice Cube said he said AI is demonic. Uh, he said you use my voice, I'm suing you in any platform that posts it. And I and I agree. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. Nah, music is actually no, the, because, I thought listen, was the you, biggest you, threat. You got, I'm like, you got, they got Prodigy on Biggie, boy. I mean, if you're talking right. about music, that, that is shit. demented. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's so crazy. You think like, for music? Yeah, you for musicals? You're right. Uh, it's endless things. Like I heard, yeah, but, I heard Biggie spit in New York State of Mind. I said, wait a minute, that's Nas. But but what you got to <laughs> worry about is when Nori is calling the police and say, I admit to this crime. That's uh, what you got to worry about. Uh, that's what the everyday person's voice uh, being used. Right, and that could be done by your baby mama that don't like you. Yeah, I'm glad I ain't that got part. one of those. That part makes a noise for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got like nine wives, right? No comments. <laughs> you said it last time on the show. No comment. No, no comment. Rewind that back. <laughs> oh my god! All right, my bad. My bad. I learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I lost one. That's fine. What you like more, um, uh, making the record or performing it? That's yeah, me. I like both, man. Yeah, I like both because it's nothing like making the record and creating something, and you're like, damn, this is crazy. But then. When you see how other people are reacting to it, that feedback, yeah, that, that feedback, energy, that, that, that's that's the only high I experience really. Mm. Yeah. So both. Yeah, definitely. So we have to take a Who's shot. Your favorite for? place to perform? Africa. Africa. Yeah, it's all cr- Africa. Oh, it don't matter. It don't matter. Africa's always crazy. Wow. Always crazy. India always crazy. India. Ooh. India's always crazy. Mumbai. Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. 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 You don't, have to, you don't have to use your your eyebrows to say it. Hey, you know, like, I did. Oh, man. I didn't realize that. You don't like, yeah, like hey, a puppet, bro. Mumbai. Man, Puerto Rican, man, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Oh, hold on, say it again. Say it again. Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his eyebrows are loud, man. Uh, you go viral in Mumbai now. <laughs> so, uh, 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 uh. What up, God? That's he got me. That's a nucleus, boy. Without that man, there'd be no Akon, B. So let me ask you real quick. He's a slap Steve, B. <laughs> like, yo, treat him good. That's my African. <laughs> <laughs> that don't even sound right. <laughs> so um, let me ask you, right? Uh, like, um, are you in the cars? Like, uh, I used to be. Because I, I, I used to be. He literally told us he was into cars. Yeah, I used like, to be. Like, <laughs> did you have like 20 cars at one time? 35 cars. 35. That's cars. the legit side, though. The, it's the ones that you Yeah, the yeah, ones yeah, I actually you know. bought. Oh, not, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about legal A-cars. Yeah, the legal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, I was into heaven. 35. And they all was white. White interior. Every last you one. Was a Santero? Huh? Santero. Santero? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it does come from the motherland, bro. It Santeria. Does right? come. Yeah, Voodoo and Santeria. You wasn't into that. That. So they all was white. Yeah. White interior? White interior, white exterior. So you never smoked. Oh, they playing never. my shit. They trying to get me up out of here. <laughs> 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 
That's wrap it up, nigga. Yeah. Like, Major independent, puppy. I mean, you know you want to come over here and party. You know you want to be over here and party, though. We just talking about this record. But uh, so, so damn. And what are you in the muscle cars? No, I, at the time, I was into more sport cars, supercars. Lamborghini. Yeah. Ferrari. Bugattis, all that stuff, yeah. Punganis. It's not it's not called Bugatti? Bugatti. It sounds like you pronounce it with a word. You got a Bugatti and then you have a pu, no Bugatti and what is it? A pun 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 what was it again? Pum, pum, mommy, Pugani. Mommy? It's a Bugatti and a Pugani. Okay, I don't know what a Pugani is. Pugani? So Pugani at that time was more expensive than a Bugatti. It's called a Pugani Zonda. And where that shit come from? That come from Italy. <laughs> it's an Italian car. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's not like it came from Mumbai. They, they turned it up louder. It was like, yeah, they fucking, but Pungati. Pugani. Pungani. Pugani. It do sound Indian. Just think about it. Yeah. It's called Pugani Zonda. Look it up. It's crazy. Look like Bollywood. And that, and yeah. At the time, but that was more that, that, Yeah, that car, that car was more expensive than a, 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 a Bugatti at that time. But you couldn't even get that in the United States because the specs didn't match the U.S. standards. So I bought it, flew it to Canada, and then drove it into the States. That's how I got it in. Yeah. And the, the troopers from Canada let you in? They said, that's an A car. Let that nigga in. Uh, <laughs> to them, they don't care. As long as you got your papers to get in. They like, wow, that's a nice car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, to, a, to a lot of criminals, Canada is like so that's far right. away. They're like, you can't never get in. Right. You got no Drake. Get you in. Sneak you yeah, in. Drake, Drake got the pull. Because yeah. even now, today, when I go into Canada, I, I have to fill out the whole. I got to leave a bond, all that craziness. Uh, wait, a bond? A $50,000 bond to make sure I don't start no trouble. And if I come in with no problems, then they give me the money back. And it's all from a, my, tw like, 20, 24, 25-year-old record. From a record? From, yeah, from 20 years ago, bro. Like... Wait, I don't no, understand. but not a music record. Like, no, like like your yeah, record. Yeah, right. Oh, your record. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they go back into your, your, your priors. Just your arrest record. And they're using that against you now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you get in all the time, so it's... Yeah, but you got to go through the whole process of getting a lawyer, wow. doing the paperwork. Mm. Really? That's fucked no, up. No, yeah, Canada don't play. That's fucked up. Yeah, and they make you leave a fifty thousand dollars deposit. You gotta leave fifty thousand dollar bar. You not don't smoke or get or get drunk. You forget your fifty thousand. I just make the promoter pay for it. Promoter pay for genius. Yeah, that's genius. That's it. That's it. Holy that's it. shit! Like you easy. never. You, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Finish. Oh yeah. Um, you never. Your boys just never around. I was like, hey, Acon, hit some bud. No, of course. Yeah. Everybody hung around with smoke weed. Yeah. Everybody. And you never smoked. I used to love the smell of it. I just couldn't smoke it. You never smoked. It was for religious purposes, though. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's why I never smoked. Drinking, and religious purposes as well. But even if I had the chance to drink after that accidental shot, I would never do it again. <laughs> never. Ever. Oh, holy moly guacamole. <laughs> Absolutely. So if you had one thing you would say that you regret doing that you would have done differently in the industry, what would it be? Oh, nothing, actually. Nothing at all? Uh -uh. I feel like everything that you go through is for a purpose of, like, I don't believe, I don't believe in mistakes. All know? right, okay, so let me rephrase well, it so someone can learn from it. Right. What did you do that seemed like a mistake but that you learned the biggest lesson from that helped um, you? Let me think. That seemed like a mistake but I learned the biggest lesson from Getting arrested. Thank you, Mr. 100, D. hundred thousand percent. Absolutely, because you know what's interesting was that was my turning point. That was honestly the turning point for my life because just sitting in the box that long, I was able to see my future. Right. I was able to say, okay, damn, is this what I want for myself for the rest of my life? 
this cannot be my this 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 can't be my life. Like it just can't. Right. And that's when I created my ten year plan on what I was gonna do when I get out to make sure I never come back in here. Mm. Yep. So comedy music was started while I was in jail. Mm. You know, I had an older um, OG named Booney. He was actually um, older. He was on his way to um, uh, death row. You know, yeah, he had killed his um, his I wife. You meant the right record label. My bad. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no death death right. row. My bad. Yeah. No, he, he talked, was on his, yeah, he he was, the real, the real, the real. Okay, he was just connecting through, like passing through, you know. And he was like, man, with all this talent, like, just imagine if you harness all that energy towards something positive. Right. Just think about it. Because half of the people in here, they were successful at doing dumb shit. Like, really. But yeah. then the, once, once you get popped, all of it is over. All that time, all that thought, all that process, all that energy, putting into something that you're growing in, you can't even keep it, you got to watch it back. Like, what's, what's, like, why? Right. But imagine not finding something that you're good at and just putting all that energy into that. Everything goes good for you after that. When I thought about that, I said, man, you know what? You're right. I said, the only thing I could do now is music. That's why you don't believe in no mistakes. I, I don't believe in no mistakes. You believe I believe that, that everything happens for a purpose. You. Yep. That's what Some, everything happens for you to learn from it. Or it's, it's a process or an obstacle you have to pass through to get to what your final destination is or to get to your purpose. But I feel like everything is set up for you to deal with that. And if, if, you, if, you, if you ain't at your purpose and the obstacles you're dealing with is to prepare you for that moment. So I don't believe there's no mistakes, you know, that exist. Do you feel your, the Akon City is your ultimate purpose? I think developing Africa is my ultimate purpose. But I think Akon City is the beginning of it. Yeah. All of Africa. All of Africa. As much as I possibly can. Right. That's just you putting the example for the, for the rest of the movement. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Now, I'm going to bounce around a little bit because... Um, like the one thing I was loving going through your discography is just like it's just a global music. Like when you go in the studio, is you trying to please everybody? Because you have those records that actually please every race, every color, creed, whatever. Like right. you have a you have like a universal music. If I, you know, can't mm -hmm. is that something you you do on purpose or it's just it depends on how you make the beat? Like describe yeah, your, your, your it, it depends on how I feel that day. Like yeah. I make music according to how I feel, but I don't I don't stagnate my music relating or I box it up within genres. Like, I just know what I, I just, if it feels good to me, I know it's going to feel good to millions of other people. Right. So I never put myself in a position where I, okay, if I feel good, I got to make a, a feel good hip hop record or a feel good country record or a feel good R&B record. I just make what feels good to me at that moment. Right. And I just allow it to be what it is. Like, I don't try to manage or change it to be what I think it should be. Right. I just allow it to be. And then, like I said, hit create. records is always going to find its own audience. Just put it out and the audience will find it. Um, let, me, let me ask you, because um, I remember being in the studio with Pharrell for so long mm. and me like working on my records and him, other artists coming to see him. Right. And other artists would be like, yo, man, I want a beat like this. Right, right. And I want a song like this. Right. And I remember he would hate I, I, I don't blame him. I'm just like him. I, <laughs> so, I just uh, say, okay. <laughs> oh, you, oh, wait, wait. I, 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 just, say, I just say, okay. I, 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 so, but by uh, the time the song is done, it's, you got it don't sound But they still love it, though. Because yes, yes, yes. you know, no. one thing I realized about artists, as long as they are part of the process making, right. they're going to love it. Right. Because it's really them just expressing. So, right. When they come and say, "Well, I want a record. I want. I want the record, like R. Kelly record. Or I want this." I'm like, "But yeah, but you're not R. Kelly. Yeah. Number one, that R. Kelly record came because R. Kelly wrote that record, yeah. according to his experience. Yeah. What is your experience yeah. that can make R. Kelly say, 'I want a Nori type of record'? Right. That's mm -hmm. what we want to find today. Right. Man, you know what? You're right, bro. 
All right, well, let's get to it, nigga. What it is? What we doing? Mm. What's the topic? Girls, love, hatred, what? Let's figure it out. Then from there, it's a conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? The conversation will always dictate the title of the song. Once you got the title, everything else is easy. So let me ask you, if you're writing a record for somebody, right. is it a process that you happen to hang with them? Can you write a record for somebody that you don't know? Yeah. You can. I do it all the time. Okay. But I'm just shooting in the dark. Okay. And just Is it better when you do know them? It's a lot better when you know them or y'all had communication because then I can better understand them. I like to make reality records, records that fit the person that's singing it mm. or records that they can relate to themselves because it makes them want... Makes it more comfortable. Exactly. Them, and and they love the record right. and they perform it better. Uh. They'll push it better. Like, when they, you know, when you got something that you love, you actually engage, right? So the idea is give them something that they, I think that they would... That fits something within their life that they can attach themselves to. So the conversation always works. But if not, it'd be like, okay, cool. Well, what, you know, what's, what, what kind of feel are you looking for? Right. Just get basic information. Once I got it, then I know. Because most people, are, you got to worry about what they're not telling you. Right. Like one thing about the music business is that everybody's going through something. Mm-hmm. The problem is nobody will tell you what they're going through because they have this image that they have to always portray to be bigger than the average, right? They right. pretend they have no problems. Everything is all good. But those are the ones I know going through some shit. But if they come and they spill it out, oh man, shit's fucked up. That's an easy one. Because I know I just got to, I know what that is. I just got to give them something to lift Play them up. that emotion, right. Right. But the ones that come, man, everything all good, a million chains, right. big Bentley outside, right. what's man? Right. Life is good. Right. I give them a struggle record, them niggas be in there like crying. <laughs> you I know. You don't I know all these them. bells and whistles is to distract <laughs> me from what you're really dealing with. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what it is. Right. Every, bro. Right. You know Everybody how, going through something. Know, that's though, real. That's real. You know real. how many niggas that that's, you see that's, that's that just look rich as fuck? Still mm-hmm. going through. And you, man, man, how, man I want to, God tell me how you doing this, man. Like, give me some advice, man, on some success. They give you all the advice. And you'll listen and be like, man, that's what's up. Week later, they calling you for a loan. Mm. Right, yep. But it's going to be behind an excuse. Right. Well, you know, man, my fucking business manager fucked up my taxes and shit, man. I got to da, 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 da. Bro, don't worry about it. It's all good. Here you go. Yeah. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they still, even at the point of their bottom low, they still want to make it seem Put like they're still facade. big. And right. it was a big obstacle that made them have to come to you. No one yep. can just open their mind and be honest and transparent and say, yo, bro, yep. this is wrong. This is wrong. Man, from your experience, how can I fix this? Right. I don't fuck That's you. how you do it Cause yep. guess what Now I might give you Some information That never puts you there again Yep But you gotta be real With yourself yep. Real talk But we just It's hard for us You know what I'm saying How about writing For a female Females are very easy Females to me Are easier to write for Than men Cause females Are transparent Okay They super transparent They wear their emotions On their sleeve Man they They don't even think about it When they say Especially when they feeling Some kind of way And when you write records For them that That they feeling Oh yeah you gonna sell it Cause they know Like an emotional record Right Emotional records Always go good with females Okay Always And if it's gonna be An upbeat record It gotta be an upbeat record That another female Will be like Where they'll be like Oh wait till she hear this Right Right. That that record has to make Another woman jealous Right You know what I'm saying But the records that Tap into their feelings And emotions Yeah those always go That's why ballads Really work really well With women a lot Mm. But if you're gonna do Up tempo records It should be something That has a ballad A topic But yet an up tempo record That they can find themselves In a more happier space Could you write for Rihanna All day 1000% How about Beyonce Super easy he said super easy Yeah super easy Cause Beyonce got the Like right now with, with B When you look at The music that she's getting Like even with her Like when I listen to her music I still feel like There's a lot more That 
of her that we ain't tapped like into. To tap into bro. As a writer, as a producer yeah. myself, mm-hmm. and how I read people, I believe that there's so much that she wants to talk about in her records that she doesn't do it because of who she is and what she think people may think about her. Wow. That's just me personally speaking, right? Wow. I think the records that she's making today are records that she just feel the younger generation will gravitate to. But I don't think it's the essence of what that is. And you're saying that lyrically and vocally, but what about production-wise? Production is following the lyrics. It's just following the person that's hot at the moment or a person that submits a great song. But it's so... Like, I, I, I see her bigger... I, honestly, I, feel, I see her as almost like a a musical or artistry, like... Because, you know, prophets come in different forms. Yes. Like, for feminine and other, she's their prophet to me, to them. Right. Because she speaks into the into their minds, into their hearts. Like, like you can't say anything wrong about Beyonce to a Beyonce fan. No. Right. That gives you a responsibility. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's certain ambiances of records that changes people's outlook in life. Right. And she has the potential to do that if she goes there, if she decides to go there. Because I, I, I personally believe that she will eventually go there. Right now, she's bigger than life. She can't get no bigger. Right. There's nowhere else left to go to with her. Yeah. She's the top of the top. Yeah, I believe so. You know what I'm saying? Right. And rightly so, because she's a hard fucking worker. Yeah. From what I know and what I've seen from yeah, a distance. Yeah, you can see, yeah. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, nobody, she's the best that ever did it. Right. But me personally, as a fan, I would want to see her get deeper. Like, challenge herself more from a musical standpoint. Like, go in places where even she ain't dare to go. Just do it, because I believe she has the capabilities to do that. Who else somebody um, do you think that has capabilities to do that? And hasn't reached it. Uh, that hasn't reached yeah. it? I think Chris Brown has that. Oh wow! I think Chris Brown has it all day. But you, know? you think that he is not get, he's not tapping into his <laughs> emotions? No, he's tapping into his emotions. I just think he's tapped into the wrong frequency. Okay. You know, I think the frequency that he's tapped into won't allow him to grow beyond who he is. Right. Because he's he's surrounded by so many distractions. You know what I mean? But I think for what he does and what he what he represents to the this culture from a a performer, from an artist, from a vocalist, he got what it takes. He yep. just got to be, he's fearless already. We, we've seen him on Lovers and Friends. Uh, this, this like two weeks ago. Is um, a I had a show and he, he had a show. I saw, I got to see him on stage. Boy, he tore he that a, motherfucker no, he's, he's down. Problem. Yeah, he leaves Brown, it on stage. He leaves it on problem. stage, yeah. Yo, he goes in. Like, I, I knew he went in. But I actually, that was like my first time, kind of like, like get to see it. Right. Like, it was he's like. a problem. Yeah. But the good thing about Chris is that he got plenty of time because he's young. Right. So he, this is also gathering all those voices, all those, you know, souls that he needs to be able to, you know, influence in a certain kind of way. I just feel like when God gives you that much power to influence or be influenced by so many different people, that, 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 that is always like a responsibility to find somewhere to to define all the challenges that's in society. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. don't believe that we who we are for just the sake of just being who we are. I believe that we're chosen to be who we are. Right. Until we understand what our purpose is, that's when we, be, that's when we become impactful. You know what I mean? Right. So let's talk yeah. about I Still Kill with 50 real quick. Right. How did that come about? Oh, man, 50 had called me with that one. Did he call? 50 called me with that one. He said, yo, Khan. So he, he produced that one? No, no, he got a... It was another producer on under his camp Okay. That actually did that one. Okay. Um, and he was like, yo, Khan, listen, I got this record, bro. Uh-huh. I'm you know what? Just call me back after you hear it. Alright. He sent me, I heard the verses, I heard the beat. I was like, ooh, this is crazy. And I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm already knowing what he's saying. Right. Without saying it. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Because th- at this point, the niggas, 
He just sold vitamin water. Right. <laughs> this nigga a $250 million nigga. Right, right, right. He's like, nigga, don't get it fucked. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's like that. It's like, how do we say that when niggas know I'm not playing well, with I got him. to see him perform too, but go ahead, continue. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I sent it back with the chorus on it, and he was like, nigga, this is it. Oh, this is it. Right. But at the time, I was kind of worried about where we would go, because even me, my, my, I was so pop at that time, the question was like, Okay, would it still be believable though? Right. Oh, now that's one thing I do question myself a lot. What, like, when to go back to the street, or right. if ever do I even need to go back to the street? Right? That's I never. Think, no, no, no. Hold on. Here, listen. But li- not, no, no. Yeah. Listen, I'm not talking about physically. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about music. Ain't no reason for me being a hood. Right. Mm-hmm. All my hood niggas know they gotta come see me. I'm not mm-hmm. going there, bro. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. Mm-hmm. They know this already. Mm-hmm. But from a musical standpoint, the question is because I always believe that my role plays a responsibility to them. That was why I was raised in that environment, to make a difference, right? So the only way to actually make an impact is to find a way to still tap in. Right. You can't just go and forget about it, right. like right. if you don't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? Like there has to be a sense of knowing, okay, wh- there's a role that is still there for me to play that they won't take for granted. Mm-hmm. Now, if they take it for granted, then you can't really control what other people's decisions decide to make. But for the most part, you know you did your part. Right. right, so when I say go back to the streets, I'm always talking musically. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, now, you follow what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Musically, you can, but I think my topic matter ain't going to be what they want to hear. Right. So you got to wait for the right time to give right. it to them. Because right. I feel like the music in, in, in urban rap is lacking the message. Right. Because oh, everybody's yeah. scared. Like, to me, when I listen to music, it sounds like everybody's scared to death. Because mm-hmm. it's like so this. Cancel culture? No. Ca- no, no. Cancel culture comes from. Just being indecisive and not making up your own mind. You letting somebody else tell you what you think should be relevant and what's not. That just tells me that the world. But that's is not what you're talking about movies. in this specific thing. You're talking this, about this specific thing. When I listen to music, it sounds like everybody's scared to death. Because what I know from the street is that when somebody's afraid, they're gonna do something to distract you from you thinking that they're afraid. Right. Right. And when somebody feel like that that you, you may be a threat, it's like it's like a possum when you pull up on it. A, a, a porcupine when you pull up on it and all this what's name's yeah. tentacles pop it's up it's all bravado you don't want right. to tap into it because you might get stung so guess what when the niggas first thing they do when they get scared right oh nigga I'm, I'm, yeah I got that for real right. right but you're not realizing that his chest is beating way harder than yours right you understand what I'm saying so when I listen to the music that's what it's getting from me right you got a whole bunch of young guys super well potential like the future in front of them all of them but they all scared to death because, uh, unfortunately, it's our fault because we introduced that kind of music right. and made it cool, mm-hmm. right? So now when they see themselves in real life, they have to live up to that. Right. Because if they don't, and social the media exacerbates it worse. Too. So what happens is now they're active in a life that they don't really understand outside of the music side of that world. Right. And this is why you got so many young rappers dying because they're making so many mistakes out of fear. Right. What tour you said you was on with um, Gwen and they said that the Sweet Escape Sweet Escape tour at, at, um, with Gwen Stefani yeah and you said who who, who, who tried to uh, Verizon Verizon yeah mm-hmm. do you feel like that was the first kind of step of people getting to this cancel culture thing do you think not really because there, there's been many companies have always done companies that companies always pull out right, yeah. their sponsorship they're always scared of any kind of, of controversy uh, you know you make an action but right. what they don't realize is if it doesn't have Anything to do with what they're sponsoring you for, they should just leave it alone. Because right. what human do you know ain't going to make a mistake? Right. 
especially that has nothing to do with their occupation. All right. Like, this is their job. This is what they do great. They done did something in their personal life that has nothing to do with this, but yet you want to cancel him because you were afraid of what other people are saying of his personal action. And I think that's unfair. Or even Adidas taking Kanye back. They have no choice. <laughs> Do you make some noise for that? Since we spoke about beautiful earlier in the high, I cut you off. Right. So, um, I, I, where, where was you at? What was the process of making this record? Yeah, beautiful was a process. Honestly, that was that was with my, um, uh, with my wife. Um, you know, she she always, you know, that's that was around the time when I was peaking. You know, mm. and everywhere I go, you know, in this, your career. Yeah, my okay. career. Video shoots is always beautiful women. Right. Every event is always beautiful women. Right. So there's always that insecurity that comes within women when you, right. when they see that, and right. everybody see right. you the way she sees you. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So that song was inspired by just, you know, my conversations to her, like you, me, like you, mine, number right. one, without a doubt. Don't ever in your life think that anything is better than you. Like. Fuck all said, that. Uh, the most beautiful one, thing two, in the world. Three. Aww. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, period. So that record was uh-huh. for her. She needs to know that. Holy moly, guacamole. Yeah. Let's take it to who that girl. I think AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. I got a few titles with Who That Girl. Which one was it with? Whichever one you want. No, no. Whichever one in your mind. I got about three hey, of them. Was that the one with Flow Rider? That's right. That's the one with Flow Rider. Rider. Got That's it. right. Yeah, that was the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah, so that one, me and Flow were just waiting for the right time to Y'all work. Y'all like together. two pop icons. Man, for sure. Like, yeah. and Flow is like my 
brother from another mother. Right. Like we super, super, super tight. And we had never worked together because of our schedules. Right. But we was always bumping to each other. And then one day he was like, man, look, fuck everything you're doing. Cancel what you got going. We saw each other in, in Miami. Wow. I mean, in LA. Wow. And I was like, let's, let's just go do it. Because if we don't take, man, make the time, it's not going to happen. Right. And sure enough, we, rock, we, we cut the record in Miami and shot the video in LA. God damn it. Yep. How was the video? Oh, the video was amazing. Of, yeah, it's vibes. Vibes. Big, big record. Big, big record. Oh, you know, I smoke a Uka. Where, where we get this at? Where we get this at? GetUka.com. Get Uka? Uka. O O K A. GetUka.com. Get Uka. Now, you. Very you, smart, actually. You smoke, you smoke Shisha? No, no, no. No, you don't, you don't smoke Shisha. Yeah. No my cigars. Voice, my voice is my investment. Oh, that's right. That's right. Goddamn. Why? Yeah, that's why? Right. Goddamn. You don't destroy your investment. You drink a lot of tea. Time? You got to drink a lot of tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's on your rider? Oh, my ride is very simple. Okay. Actually, I got black towels. Excuse me, black towels. Yeah, black oh, towels. I you said towels. I said, damn, they, no, no, they got to do construction. I thought you said black towels. You got to reconstruct your whole shit and make all this black towels. He said, especially it's very simple. You got to have black towels. That's what I thought you said. Black towels. Okay, my bad. black towels. And the reason it is because normal time when you get off the stage, you're always super sweaty. And they used to have these white towels and I'd be white and they'd be white linen. I learned that from girls. Girls, girls, when they go to, like, my wife and them, when they go to the restaurant, man. That's why they ask for the black, yeah. Ask for the black. Okay, so that, what else is on your rider? Juicer. A juicer. A juicer with Holy a whole bunch shit. of different fruits because I like to make juices right. and all that. Damn, my wife owns a juice bar. I could have brought oh, really? uh, juices. Yeah, yeah. check it out. I ain't gonna lie. The next one, I need that. When, 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 they, when they said that you wanted a candle, I said, this nigga different. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who told y'all what to get? Hey, man, just ride with it. 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 We ain't never had that before. Yeah. Yo, no, no. That was, that was so fly. I said, make sure y'all gonna get that. Make sure y'all gonna get that. Like, a sitting candle, that's some fly shit. What else is on your yeah, burn off the spirits man. okay uh. um no for the most part so you got you got the juicer you got the white towel i love candy Candy. So I got yeah. Wait, all right, so hold like you, different you, you, you a balance. Hold on, hold on. He juicer he and just then candy. Had, he yeah. just said a he juicer. Said, give me the, the healthy shit and then give me the sugar. What, what, what is the vegetables you the put in the juicer? Good what, for me. That's why I still look. This what do you what do you put in the juicer? What kind of fruit? Fruits or it depends. Or it depends on what fruits. I'm, I'm like every territory has a fruit, mm. right? This motherfucker going to territory. Yeah, no, fruit. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know you travel in the world. You, sometimes <laughs> What's in season here, guys. It's, it's, exactly, whatever's in season. That's kind of smart. That's kind of smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever's in season, you know. Mango season if it's orange season. Okay. You know, different okay. things like that. So that's that's like the best way to go. Okay. And then last but not least, if candy, got, candy. What kind of candy though? Oh, just different assorted candies like Skittles, gummy bears. You don't. Twixes. You don't make them put out just the red Skittles. No, 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 no. I've heard stories like that. They be like, I want all red M and M's and shit. Yeah, <laughs> who was that that said that? Was like, <laughs> nah, I heard that. Hey, yeah, I've been hearing a lot about stuff like that. But they, they, those kind of artists do exist, though. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. That's the they new exist. part of the show. We're gonna um, ask people they ride her. Right. Like they ride her because and you gonna actually have her. Yo, listen, listen, listen. By the way. No, we're not always, asking you for the show. No, 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 not for the show, for your, your regular. Because I always love, like, when I, we interview, we've been doing it seven years. Seven plus. So I always right love, my, my favorite part is me asking them what they're going to drink. Right. Because, like, I, I straight up judge you from what you're going to drink. drink. You can like, tell. If, if, you already know what kind of. If, if, if a person order Old English, I know what kind of show this is going to be. <laughs> wow. If they order, it depends right? on if they order. Well, it backfires right. on us when we ask someone and they give us a whole writer of liquor. 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did that? Who did it's that? been a couple people. They yeah. they ordered like the the four thousand dollar bottle of this. <laughs> right, right. We're like we like sorry, we only got Ciroc and Spain. Ciroc and Spain. Yes, yes, yes. No, but even though even though like like if a, if a person order uh, a, a tequila or whatever, we don't tell them we ain't giving them that. We just let them get here. and We right. give them uh, De Leon. De Leon. Yeah, uh, same price. But I always it always like uh, and and riders is the same exact thing because I right. remember. Um, me being in, I remember me being in Japan, and I came after LL. Mm. So LL must have been, he must have been. He, I, the word is, he had them looking for green apples. And I guess in that part of Japan, that shit that? ain't exist. <laughs> but they didn't want to tell LL no. They paint the joints? I don't know. I don't know. But the, I remember the promoter. Like, the Japanese I, would get creative. I was with edible paint and shit. I, my, my, on my rider was fucking. What the fuck was on Your my rider? Was ridiculous. Hennessy. No, my shit was no, whack back then. I, I booked you through Violator the first time. Yeah, that was first Violator if we weren't putting all that yeah, shit yeah, on my rider. Pack some Gator. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. I still got Gatorade on my ride. Three <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Three bottles of Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Three bottles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, some of them you gotta consolidate though. Yeah, yeah. You gotta consolidate. No, so, 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 what's, what else is on your ride? Yeah. What's just, your wildest thing on your ride? Like KFC. KFC? That's KFC. not wild. I thought but, you was gonna have a leopard or something. Oh, no, no, no. I don't have nothing. My, 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 Outside of KFC, you got soft drinks and waters. That's it. That's it. That's because I don't be in there long He said juicer and KFC and candy. You got to You all over the place. I got to get with your homies. I got to get with your homies because, see, Fat Joe don't don't drink none of that, right? So let me tell you something. If you ever around a Fat Joe show and you drink alcohol, just go in his room and take it all. He ain't gonna drink none of it. When he drinks, he orders it all. I'm like, we was in Vegas with him the other day. I was like, my brother. <laughs> you ever go to, Take it off. You ever go to a club? I, this is my first time in like 15 years I went to a club and I didn't spend a dollar. Like not even, not even a dollar. Like I didn't have to tip the waitress. It was all there already. We just grabbed the shit. It was like, is it okay we go to our room? He's like, go ahead. We, we no, literally yeah. took his whole bar. <laughs> his whole bar. And guess what, Akon? Uh, we drank it all. <laughs> we drank it all. Got to make some noise for us. <laughs> nothing's, yeah. nothing's wild on, on your ride. Nah, nothing's nothing, wild. Nothing, nothing like, okay, cool. What's on your ride, EF, man? I got a fucking rider. You ain't got a fucking... <laughs> I got it. No, yeah, Fireball. Fireball? I did that for our Vegas show. I did... Fireball? <laughs> for Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> you like large pro in this I shit. I said Bacardi. I said Bacardi Fireball. And what, what do we eat that? It's vegan something. Now you gotta have uh, your. You gotta, yeah. yeah, I'm pescatarian. Yeah. And him too. Yeah, he pescatarian. pescatarian, I can do that all day. Yeah, he's pescatarian too. Why you gotta got do that? Like, that's that's Sonny's joke. That's Sonny's joke. He's a pescatarian. That's Sonny's joke. Uh, papote, baby. Papote. Papote, that's his name. <laughs> and you said your favorite part is, is Africa to perform. Yeah. What is your favorite state in America to perform? Uh, I'll probably or say city. favorite city. Mm, probably Jersey. I, I was hoping you said Jersey. Yeah, I was hoping you said Jersey. Now, Akon, you know, we uh, we gotta address this. French Montana has not let this go. Right. <laughs> we see you walk in with the that's the Panther Cartier. Yeah. The them bracelets. Them trust me, guys. Them sisters <laughs> out of this roof. And you can't even get these. You got it on. You got the Patek. 
Are you ever going to give French a watch so he could stop telling this story Yo, I, so you can even can I, it out? Listen. <laughs> Me and French got got that day. <laughs> I'm the one that lost money. <laughs> I bought two of the watches, one for me and one for him. Does he tell that part of the story? Oh, I didn't know you got going to. Nigga, oh, I no. got caught too. Because oh. he came and said, man, that's a nice watch. I said, nigga, I got one for you too. Right, right. Because at the oh, time. you had it on? No, mine was no, beautiful. You had yours. But see, that's the thing. Okay. I didn't know what a Hublot was. Right. I just knew that I liked that. That was just a nice watch. Right. So the dude was, you know, selling watches. And I said, yo, how much is that watch? And he's like, you know, normally like 15, 20,000. Right. He said, but I got a guy that can get a Swiss for five. Right. I was like, okay, cool. Give me three of them. So he met me at the W Hotel with two of the watches. The Which exact. Times Square W Hotel? Times Square okay. W Hotel with the same exact type watches. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I'm not knowing the details. I just know that watch looked like the one that I liked in the jewelry store. Right. That's all I know. I'm not into watches at the time. I wasn't... Okay, so you in the jewelry yeah. store, you see the watches. This guy says to you, hey, I could give you Yo, that. Yeah, don't, don't spend that money. I, can get you, I got you. And this is not Canal Street. It was Canal Street. Yeah! Hey, <laughs> No, 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 no. No, but listen, listen. Listen, bro. Listen. Listen. I was on your side. No, no, no hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, he got a scammer, a Nigerian scammer. No, no, this, that's the thing. This the thing. The watch wasn't Man, bought was on Canal Lee. Street. Oh, okay. I spotted the one that I liked on Canal Street. Oh, yeah. And it was on the Chinese side with the, the good shit. Ooh. No, the good shit. Okay, the, okay. You know, Canal got two sides. Okay, yeah, okay. And then you got okay, the okay. ones that go through the back room and do okay, all that, right? Okay. This is the good side, right? <laughs> so then he said, no, I'm going to meet you at the hotel. So he got me to the hotel, and he showed me, I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. Right. Now, mind you, I'm, I don't have no knowledge of timepieces at the time. Right. I'm just an African nigga that just know what I like, and I buy what I like. And for those I'm that not, don't know, Hublot is very difficult to, to tell, though. Okay. But at that time, I didn't even know. He didn't what even know what it was. was. He just liked. I it. just know I liked the shape Ooh. of the he said, watch. The it band. looked expensive. It looked good. It looked nice. <laughs> right. And he goes shaving ten thousand dollars off. Why not? <laughs> right. right. Think about it. Right. 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 So mind you, it didn't even say who blow on it. <laughs> it <laughs> now that I think about that it, that's just said. That's just said acorn on it. <laughs> Yo, that's just an acorn city before acorn city now was even conceived. Said he blowing that moment, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so now I'm thinking I'm doing a good deed. Like it's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm I fuck with you, bro. Like nigga, I don't, I, I'm a nigga. I'm, I look by a gift for another nigga, right? I'm just this show you that I really fuck with you, right? So I got one. I said I'm gonna get my man one. So he comes to the hotel. Man, that watch is dope, man. I said, man, nigga, look, I got one for you too. Well, he's happy. We both walking out like we, nigga, we chilling whole day, nigga. We like this. We looking for a reason. Hey, we looking for a reason to show the watch. We fixing the hoodies. We fixing the way. You know what I'm saying? We doing everything so niggas can see what we got. So we go off. Everything is good. Nigga called me a week later. Yo, bro. I said, what's up? Yo, the watch, B. I said, what? He said, man, that shit ain't real. I said, yes, it is. He said, I said, what's wrong? Did it stop working? Like, did the, <laughs> did the, did the hand stop ticking or something? He said, no, nah, the shit ticking is working. I said, nigga, this shit's real. He said, no. He said, nigga, I thought this was a Hublot. I said, what's that? <laughs> he said, nigga, you ain't know this is a fake Hublot. I said, what is a Hublot? So then I said, let me start looking around. Uh-huh. Then I saw it. I was like, oh, shit, this is the watch that I saw at the store. Uh-huh. This shit cost this much? Uh-huh. Then I was like, damn, bro. I said, shit. 
My bad, man. Look, look, look. look. Just, just, just keep it as a token of my appreciation, bro. Like, it, it has to be a sub, it has to be a subliminal. I mean, at least worth the five k. Shit, I kept wearing mine. Thank you. He said, I don't care. It's a sign. This shit, nigga. I can't wear my shit. I got so many compliments. Hey, listen. I got so many compliments on that thing. Man, nah, but me, me, yo, me and French laugh about that shit every. Day. So now he's like, yo, I'm saying, when you gonna you gonna you gonna give me a new watch? I said, nigga, what I gave you, you need to be wearing, you need to be buying me a watch, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. He said he nah, can't that's wear it. Me, <laughs> so so was he actually signed to you? Yeah. So the- so he was so French was signed to me. Um, and my thing was I wanted to go international with him, right? Mm. So at that time, French was just make him Afrobeats back then. Not Afrobeats, okay. but just more commercial to cross over. Okay. And eventually take him to Africa. Because okay. my whole thing, the French was like, bro, you African. Right. Like, nigga, you from Morocco. Yeah, Mor- Like, do you North know Africa. what? Yeah, so when you leave America, everybody the black is African. Best hash in the world. African, Sorry. Without best a doubt. Best hash in the world. <laughs> I don't know about that part. But... I apologize. <laughs> I do. You know what I'm saying? I said, nigga, this is, this is it. So as we start going on, he's still making records, but more catered for New York. Right. So then he came to me and said, yo, man. I, mean, I think I want to just do. I want. I really want to base and make sure my 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 shit in New York is really cemented properly. So I think we should find a partner that could work with us for New York. I said, well, shit. Think about somebody. Let me know. And he's like, and what you think about Diddy? I said, shit. That, he's just the king of New York, of course. Right. Why not? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So he was um flying to Vegas to go meet with Diddy. And then uh, when he got there, he put Diddy on the phone. Diddy was like, nigga, brown sugar, what we doing, brown sugar? And he'd be calling me brown sugar. Nigga, what we doing? Nigga, what we doing? Mm. I said, man, listen, this kid right here to me is the biggest thing for me in New York. And I can't take him where he's trying to go in New York. Mm-hmm. Only thing I can see is a partnership with you to put it off right. and, and, and pull that off. And he was like, man, listen, with your blessing, if you let me take this on, I got it. I said, man, well, go ahead and take it. Wow. And that's how we, met, we ended up moving. So how you started doing stuff with, with Diddy. Because wow. I was always the kind of artist, like, even though when I signed acts, I'm not the kind of artist that I want to find the best way for you to go. Because me, my goal is to make you bigger than me if I can do that. Was that something you learned off of Jimmy Iovine saying? This was before Jimmy. Oh, this is before. This was just me seeing how like executives look when one of theirs is huge. Right. It makes you look like a genius. Sometimes the artist can be humongous without even all your involvement. But you're still going to get the credit. Because of the fact that you put the person out into the marketplace, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I always looked at as I always looked at it from a leveraging standpoint because I always saw music as a stepping stone or a bridge to get to the real business. So people that's around me have to be attached. That they have to be successful for me to have these pitches taken seriously. You know, because now they're looking at my track record in the in the in the sector that which I'm actually active in. Okay, is, is he successful there? Right. Okay, cool. So clearly he knows what he's doing. Okay, now how can we use that? to break this brand or partner with this brand or take this piece of label to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. If, if, if right now, right, I know you, you told me the places to go in Africa, but if I wanted to invest in, in Africa, right. what, was, what, is, what, is, what are some of the things that I should look to, think to through? invest in? The first thing you should invest in, and I think that should be everybody's focus, is real estate. It's real estate. Real estate. How easy is it to invest super from here? Super easy. Super, super easy. But you don't want to invest from here. You want to go there. Go so you physically go you there. physically go there. Like, that's like, if you're going to just do it by sitting here, you might just go to Vegas right. and just toss your money in the casino. Got you. Because right. 
The thing is, with investment, you got to know what you're investing in. You got to be able to see the land, see the potential, see the areas that's growing, that's moving in that direction. Real estate is very, it's, it's mathematical, but you also have to have information through certain people to know which direction the development is headed. And that's the area where you want to be, you know, you don't want to go right where the, the, um, the investment is actually building now, right. but the development is going in that direction in the next two, three years. So you can get that's it where you want to buy. And get it at that level. Right. So by the time it get there, they have to come see you. You know what I'm saying? You can either be a partner in the development or you can sell it out for five, six times multiple on what you purchased it for. Wow, you know what wow, I mean? Wow. But land right now is the best place to start in Africa because everybody in the globe is investing in Africa and it's all coming into development. So if you can acquire that land before they get to it, you go, man, you're golden for the rest of your life. Does that help Africans for people from outside to invest in, in buying land? Absolutely, because it creates an economy. It creates jobs. It creates more opportunities for even them to be able to do things. Because we got to think Africa, in a, in a big way, is lacking resources. So if people don't come creating or bringing resources there, it's going to be on standstill. Right. So it's it benefits, jobs yeah. And, it's and, Africa's, right. yes, it benefits them when people come and invest and create opportunity. Now, how about me? Like I'm, a, I'm a condo guy. I don't really like houses. Right. Which is even better, actually. Okay, yeah. Condos go even quicker. Oh, wow. Man, listen, in Senegal, right now, you can't find just the land wow. to build a condo in the city for 750000 an acre. Wow. That's an acre. Wow. $750,000 per acre. Right. And that's just the land by itself before the condo's up. Once the condo's up, they starting at a million dollars each. Wow. And that's the person that was buying land at the time when we was buying land. Now look where they at with it. Like um, everyone's moving to Puerto Rico right now because for the tax, tax credit. Break, yeah, mm -hmm. right? Is there a place in Africa where there's a tax break? Like people they have that in Dubai, I believe, too. As well, listen, everywhere in Africa is a tax break. Ain't no tax. <laughs> Well, we're going. Like, what are you well, you got to keep your money there because if you bring it over here, then you're gonna have to pay. Yeah, taxes. but that's. Right. I mean, that's. I mean, that's just you know, right. whoever is your CFO, yeah. they'll tell you exactly how to move your money around. Right. But I think the continent right now, in the near future, is the most safest way to park your money. Right. And it's gonna be. It's, I mean, that's where everybody's going. Right. Everywhere else, everybody's afraid, trying to pull their money out so they can be able to freely spend it. Right. You know. Man, this is crazy, man. Yeah, so get to it. Yeah, I'm getting to it. So, let's <laughs> so, name the hottest spots again. Ghana, Nigeria. Right now, Ghana, Senegal. Nigeria, Senegal, Rwanda, um, uh, 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 Kenya. Kenya. Kenya is very hot right now. Um, Cape Verde, uh, beautiful islands. It's Cape almost like the, yeah, like, the, yeah, like the West, you know. Um, like Rhode Island, Cape yep, Verde. Yep, yep. Um, So all the Cape Verdeans from Rhode Island and, and Africa. Yeah. Like uh, Tanzania. Tanzania. Amazing. Tanzania, super opportunities over there, um, without a doubt. When it comes to real estate, housing, affordable living, and amazing, South Africa. Beautiful. Told you, dog. Beautiful, bro. Beautiful houses, beautiful beaches, and it's cheap. It's not even expensive. Cape Town looks is Cape Town incredible. is amazing. And it's, I mean, the price point, bro, man... Whatever you spend in Miami, right. if you see the house that you could buy with that yeah, in Cape South Africa, beautiful, bro, man. on the water with the splashes of that water every morning. Wow. And Johannesburg, to me, it reminded me of like oh, New goodness. York in the 80s. Like the way that the metropolitan like view of it is, is, is dope. No, it's, it's beautiful. People get stabbed. No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no. You're right. You're right. And the, I'm just saying like the way that you the city a lot of crack with the graffiti you, you, and the yeah. art and the I, culture. I, I, I would give it more of a like Johannesburg is more like what you're describing. Cape Town is more like Venice. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? It's more Venice, 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 Italy? Beach. Venice yeah. Italy or Venice in LA? No, Venice in yeah, like probably Venice in LA. Okay. Venice in LA. Yeah. But I mean, but they they got their political needs they got to deal with out there. Oh yeah, there. Like, but I think that's everywhere. Yeah, I think, yeah. But I think as a once you become a, a notable, you know, like an entrepreneur over those areas, you get influence. So politics don't really affect you. Right. Because you get in bed with those guys. You get right. to do business. You know, to, to help move policy forward for your agenda, their agendas. Like it's all about, you know, it's just business, politics. And the people are amazing out there. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I've only been to South Africa, but the people were amazing. Yeah, they are. Imagine opening a Drake Champs bar in Africa. Oh, that would oh, be crazy. That would be easy, crazy. bro. That would be, be crazy. Only in South Africa, though, because yeah. a lot of countries in Africa are Muslim. Muslim so, right. Ninety-five percent of those populations don't drink or smoke. Right. Really. They do it in quiet or after-hour spots yeah. like that. But, like, any any areas like Uganda would be good right. for that. Anywhere in South Africa, Nigeria, would be good for that. they drink out there, right? Nigeria would be good for that. Yeah. And Ghana. Because Nigeria split half yeah. and half. What's, what's the place that they say like, they stay open almost 24 hours and just keep partying? Keep I know Nigeria is, is parties, Ghana? man. Nigerian parties. That's Nigeria? Oh, Ghana, Ghana does it when it's time, like during festive, festive moments and months. Oh, okay. You know, when people come from all over the world, they just be partying all night. All right. Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I, I'm convinced. Hey man, you can watch yeah. my documentary coming home South Africa. Yeah. I'm just saying, shame. I, I remember. I, remember <laughs> I gotta that, watch that. By it's the on Revolt app right now. I gotta watch that. I think I said this to you on the last episode, but I remember me all the time getting shows in Africa. Right. And, and you, like, you and turn they, them down? They, they, no, they, them saying, you need, you need, oh, no, this is way you, before the You don't need shot. it for, mo- for a lot of places. places. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, and they, that's how they always used to say that. I think it's a choice now, right? I'm gonna say something without sounding racist, but blacks and Latinos don't need shots for Africa. All right. Really? Yes, yeah, it's already in your DNA. White people is a little bit different because they more the the, the temperature and the, the kind of things that their their skin and body can withstand. A lot of it won't survive in Africa, so they need shots to you know to kind of boost their immunes and stuff. But y'all straight. I mean, I definitely didn't take a shot when I went to South Africa. Yeah, you you won't need it. Yeah, we was good. Yeah. We ate good. We drank good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we had a hell of a it's, time. It's like it's like it's like when I go like to the North Pole. Uh. Like when I go to the North Pole, I gotta take shots. I can't be around places too cold. I get sick. Wait, hold on, you been to the North Pole once? Was Santa and I, there? And I took shots. <laughs> he took shots. I took shots. Was Santa there? Huh? Was Santa there? Hell no. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is the North Pole like? I Bro, need to know this shit. It was hold a on. private. Was it was a North private. Pole? It was a private wedding by a, a wealthy Russian family. Had to be. Bro, I froze my balls off. <laughs> I said I'm never going back there ever. <laughs> but I remember, I remember having to take shots before I went. And what, what was your shots like? I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was. It was like the opposite of... All I know that it was... They said, you, you might want to take the shot before you go. All right. I said, no, I'm good. My, he said, no, trust me. You're black. You got to take the shot. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's when I realized, oh, shit. <laughs> certain people just survive better in certain parts of the world because right. of our DNA. <laughs> yeah. That's ill. That's ill. That's ill. I, I, I got to make some noise with that. I never knew no shit like that. <laughs> yep. Besides Africa, where's, where's the illest part in the world that you, like, um, uh, performed? And we, we was, like, freaked out. Ooh, the illest part? You know what? I think probably the, the one place that I did perform and I didn't expect it to be... I didn't expect it to be as crazy as it was, was Lebanon. Lebanon. Yo, Lebanon's Lebanon, dope. No, they bro. call it the Vegas of the Middle East, something like that. Or the Paris of the Middle East. Yes. No, no, I swear to God. Yo, no, I swear Lebanon, to God. I didn't realize how crazy... Yo, those probably got to nah, be the craziest, wildest fans I ever was in front of. <sighs> Lebanon? Oh, my goodness. They just had some crazy civil wars. Yeah, but, Lebanon but and Pakistan. Dope. Pakistan was crazy, too. Really? Crazy. Pakistan? Pakistan was crazy. Audience as was, religious as they are? Yeah. It was packed. 
And cr- no, wow. that audience, when I tell you, I can't oh, imagine. If y'all perform out there with y'all type of music, right. oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. Super What's, Tug? What? <laughs> the Warrior part. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. What? Did you see uh, when Khaled and, and Rick Ross and them went to Saudi? Yeah, when they. <laughs> yeah, did you, did, Where'd you, they was, go? Uh, they went to Saudi. Yeah, they went to Saudi. Uh, Khaled, oh, Saudi Arabia? Ross, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then they, um, mm-hmm. they did the thing. Uh, it was the like, a, like a festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it, was, like, it was a festival. It was like they second or third year doing it. Yeah. And like, but, but this is like year, the yeah. first time, like in years, they could actually listen to music. So you could actually hear their, their response being late. Like, yeah. you know, when you go like this and you let the crowd yeah. speak? Like, because they're, like, so not used to, like, hearing music. They, they was a little late. I was yeah, listening late. to this shit. I was like, oh, they knew the words, but they were just a little late. Yeah. It was like, it was... It's against it was, the religion yeah. to... It was, it's it's mm. ill to see, like, the world get modernized. Because, yeah, it is. Again, like I said, so many times... They would describe Africa and they would describe the jungles and like, right. you know, you got a land with a spear. You know what I mean? Like, right, you're like, right. like, you're like, where are you? Like, a stereotypical shit. Right. And uh, I believe Talib Kweli was the first person to tell me, he was like, man, they got W's in Africa, motherfucker. Yeah. And, um, you know, most deaf still out there. He lives in South Africa. Been there for almost. Well, we we saw him out. Yeah. He's he's been out here a lot doing it. But I think well, yeah, he's still. His name is Yassine. We got yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I still call him most. I call him most. I love most. I want to not disrespect him. No, it's not. That's my nigga. I love him to death. But he know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can call me Ali. I'm cool. Yeah, that's 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 your Muslim name. That's well, that's my first name. It's your first name. Yeah. Okay, goddamn it, mate. That's why everybody What's your whole call. name, man? Don't you got an ill long name? Yeah, you got to look that one up, y'all. <laughs> it's so long, he don't want to say it right now. <laughs> hey, it feel like I'm writing a paragraph. <laughs> Was that something that kids joked on you in school? Nah, they never knew. Okay. They how never about, knew. You give them the, the shorter version. Yeah, the teacher would just be like, Ali Chom. I was like, <laughs> she didn't want to embarrass me. Cause back, cause back in the days, they used to, we used to have the Haitians, right? right? And they used to wear the Jamaican belts. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like they used to, to want to be the Jamaican. Have, they didn't want to be the Jamaican. <laughs> I seen them. No, I seen them. I seen them with my own eyes. Hey, so my, this, maybe this, this, this what happened. <laughs> The Haitians was just being Haitians, and everybody thought they was Jamaicans because <laughs> right, right. they wore the same colors. <laughs> right, right. Did, did you ever wear the Jamaican belt? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I wore the Jamaican belt. I wore the uh, the, the, the holy um what what the, whole, the tank the shirt, top with the, the holes. Yeah. Oh, the tank top with the holes in it. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, those oh. in the summertime. Yes, yes, yes. What? Yeah. There you go. That's what they call. Holy shit, you ain't got to jump out there. Jamaican nigga, jump out real quick. Jamaican pride. The one, though? Yeah. Them valleys, bro. The who? The valleys. The valleys. What you know about the valleys, though? I'm going to say the clocks. I'm going to say the clocks. No, well, my generation my generation wore valleys. Okay. Yeah. Clocks was a little bit before me. Yeah. But How about me, B- BBDs? You used to rock BBDs? You don't know about those? Nah. The silk shirt? I, I never, I never, you know I, never I, never, I couldn't do the silk. Okay, yeah. Right, you, silk. you was a silky boy? Uh-huh. That, the silk was more Latin. That was more Latin. All right, my bad. He went that up. Yeah. yeah. Hit the Puerto Rican <laughs> thing. <laughs> Puerto Rican thing. Yeah, 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 my the bad. Silk, them niggas love that Puerto Rican. I ain't even realize that. I ain't even realize that. <laughs> you wore them Z Cavaricis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cavaricis. Yeah. Yeah. You wore Paco jeans? Paco, yeah, I used to Paco, wear Paco. Paco. Diodoras? Y'all rock Diodoras. Oh, Diodoras. Yeah, Diodoras. Yeah. Diodoras. Yeah. You know what's the shit? Lottos, you can take the patch off. Uh, you don't remember that? You can take the patch off, put it back on. How about Paco jeans? No, nah, I don't think. You had to be a little hickish. You had yeah. to be a little hickish. I like Paco, though. Edwin jeans were the jeans out here. Edwins. No, we don't. We, That's we, what we, we had we in Miami. We never walked those. That's what we had. Yeah, uh, really? Uh, <laughs> what about them cross colors, though? Cross colors, yes. Uh-huh. Cross, cross colors. colors. Cross colors. That, they, uh, and that's I when Carl Kanai came out. He was, yeah. yeah, Carl was just too high. Yeah. He was so expensive. 
Who damaged? We said damage. Used, used. Guess is still lit out here. Jabot. Jabot. Jabot's over. Yo, but you know who you, you you know who made an amazing comeback though? Who? MCM, yo. MCM, MCM, MCM. used to die over MCM. MCM technically didn't go away. They just just it got, really did go it, away. It went light. Nah, it went light in our community, but it didn't go away. Period. It, it, really it stayed did. in the malls though. It stayed in the mall. Like Benetton is over. I don't. You don't know, see bro. Benetton no more. That's, you sure it stayed in the malls? Yeah, it did. MCM stayed in the malls. It just didn't. Our culture wasn't fucking with it because you know why our culture fucked with it when Dapper Dan took it right. and right. made that shit, and chopped that shit up, and then right. when MCM didn't accept MCM it, and Gucci like, was like, you got to remember. That's what happened Gucci Because Timberland That's the same thing What happened to Tim's Yeah Tim said Fuck us yeah, at first yep. And then, then we said Fuck you back And Tim said Let's make it right Right <laughs> <laughs> Tim said Let's make it right And we made it right Chris Dow did not say Let's make it right That's the reason right. why Ace of Spade is here You know One of the dope, dope, dope champagne yeah. in the world You know what I'm saying But uh, who are, I, I like talking about this uh, 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 Who else Who else Uh Friends back then? Remember Elise? Yeah, absolutely. Elise. Fila? A Diodorus? Oh, crazy. Diodorus. No, we crazy. just said Diodorus, man. I said that already? We, I yeah. said that already. Oh, okay, my bad. You know, I ain't drinking. <laughs> uh, oh, that makes it bad. Yeah, you know, she'd be, she commute wrong. I would have been on point if I was drinking. Uh, oh, man. Oh, damn, what else, man? But, man, yo, Akon, man, we really appreciate you stopping by, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Oh, man, you was funny as hell, beautiful, man. Did everything no, right, man. It, man. Drink we, cancer, we, we give you our flowers, you man. Know that, man. Yeah, I love flowers. I, love I ain't gonna lie. I said, fly shit, man. He said, give me a scented candle, man. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing that in my um, riders. A scented candle. It helps. You think sage works? No. Oh, here What's we go. the other shit? Palo Santo. Palo Santo. I think I, that one works. It, I guess it depends on who's lighting it. Because a mind is a like a mind is a powerful thing. If you believe it, it works. Well, that's that's the yeah. thing with all that stuff. Yeah, if it's you believe really it, it works. Mental. But why it's, you don't think sage works? It's just smoke. It's just smoke. That's mm. it. And then the shit fell, and then... See? It, Sage got mad. Sage got mad? <laughs> or oh, that was confirmation. Or it was confirmation that don't... Depending on who's taking information. You guys say, you're right. And what's the other name? <laughs> what's the other name of it? Palo Santo. Palo, I like that better because the smoke doesn't come out dark. It's like, it smells... So, so okay, so Sage is supposed to... Delete all the evil spirits from the room. Drive them away. Drive them away. Yeah, at least that's. Yeah. Right. Which one you think is more powerful, the sage or the prayer? Prayer. So why waste your money? I, I do sage and prayer. I hate double up <laughs> and Palo Santo. <laughs> yes, because yo, I, um, and you Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. Every year during Ramadan. It felt it feels pure. Yeah, this is the only year during Ramadan I just felt nothing but evil. Really? Like I mean, and then I, huh. I asked one of my huh? No, no, I said wow. I asked one of my um, Muslim friends, um, Sig, and I said, "Yo, this is the first Ramadan. Like every 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 time Ramadan comes around, mm. like me as a non-Muslim, I, I participate. Right, but I feel just pure." Positive energy. It's the first time in, in, in the years I've been practicing. And then my friend Sig says to me, he said, because during the month of Ramadan is when people reveal themselves. That's mm. true. And I was just like, oh wow. shit! It so was he, he, he wasn't saying it wasn't like the people were being evil. They was just kind of just revealing themselves. Yeah. Did you feel that this, this Ramadan? Well, I spent this whole Ramadan in Africa. I was in Africa the whole month of Ramadan. Wow. Where, where in Africa? In Senegal. In Senegal. Yep. I was there the whole month. So I didn't feel anything. You didn't feel anything. But boy, I can tell you the calls I would get after I broke fast. Right. 
number drama on this side. Wow. And what you mean on broke like, fast at night or broke fast evening. period? Yeah, yeah broke evening. fast in the evening. Because okay. you know when yeah. after you break fast, you go back to your normal activities. Because right. I know I don't use the phone when I'm fasting because it'll right. distract me, right? Right. But for the most part, you know, when you call back home right. or you call oh, back yes. to some of your homies yes. or people that you mess with on the side, yeah, it was like... And you, you, you actually more woke during the, during, during the month, you know, the, the month of Ramadan, because you actually notice things that you're not really noticing because you're more spiritually awoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you clearly can see the difference in people's attitudes, people's actions, emotions, and then it, it kind of makes you ask yourself why to a lot of things. Okay. You know what I mean? So then after that month, it's about figuring it out at that point. Yes, yes. You know. So, um, you finished? Yeah. Okay. So, um. Maybe y'all know Drink Champs wants to give flowers while people are here to receive them. Giving flowers and celebrating our legends while they can still smell them. We have partnered with What the Flower to create this movement where everyone can give flowers to the legends in their lives. You can now order a custom flower box for the someone you want to show appreciation to by visiting www.wtflower.com and place your orders now. That's love for the baby right there, man. I appreciate it. You know, this means more than any award that you can get on some real shit because it means that you're appreciated by your peers, you're appreciated by the people that you do it for. And I accept my flowers with love. Cause you, you, homeboy, who who made it the record, Joanna? Uh, that was um, Afro B. Afro B. Afro B. You yeah. jacked this whole shit with Wakanda. Uh, actually, I, I, it was a rendition. <laughs> I was like this. It, it was a rendition, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love the song so much, I had to redo it. Did, so I made a response to it. Okay. So, because you know, sometimes when because uh, uh, you're a bigger you're a bigger artist, right? Uh, does uh, does that, that newer artist get mad at you? No, no, no. Because I, I actually called him. Oh, okay. Call oh, him first. oh, yeah, you do. That's I said, nigga, I said, yo, Afro B, this record, this is my favorite record, man. <laughs> oh, that's dope. I said, do you mind if I do a rendition? He said, hell no, man. That'd be my blood. You know, that's, that's like that's my pleasure. So I did it, sent it to him. He flipped. He actually was gonna get on it with me, but then I said, man, if you do that. It won't be like the rendition that I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I said, let's mean you do a fresh record together, fresh. so it's just like fresh. And then ever since then, I've been just advising him on this international stuff. So it, it went from me loving the record, getting the permission, to me working with him as an advisor to do his international stuff. And was that originally? Did you do it as a freestyle at first, or you did it like to remake the record? No, I did it just for fun. It was a it was a parody for me. Okay. Like, have you seen the video with me and Michael Blackston? No. Oh, you got to see the video. Yeah, I, Man, that shit is hilarious. It's almost like I just had sex type of video. <laughs> it's a monster. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah, you got to see it. It's up, it's up there. Okay. So, so for the record, he did not get mad. He, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, he supported me. Artists, artists. I hope y'all heard what he just said. You want to remake someone's record? Call him up. I mean, he might have been flattered by it. I mean, no, it was like prime example. Like there was times when we were in the same city. I would perform my version, then as mine is about to end, he come out with the actual version. Oh, the crowd go crazy. Yeah. Wow, wow, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So like we actually, yeah, we teamed up on that like that, or the other way around. I pop up from the back. You know what I'm saying? All right. He go from Joanna to Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Because right. <laughs> Nori's worried about people doing his records over. Nah, no, let no, them do I, it. I, I don't, let them no, do no, it. No, I, let them do it. I like the code. Nori, like, uh, let them do it. Okay. Yeah, he, he got a thing. He's weird about it, man. No, Nori, yeah. that preserves you. Yeah. Do you know how many songs, you know how many times my record's been resampled, redone? I haven't dropped the record since 2008. All right. Nigga, that's 15 years. All right. Yeah. You would have thought it was just yesterday because these little niggas are keeping me preserved until I'm ready to drop another record, which will be dropping by the end of the year. All right. All right. 
But didn't you drop uh, like, like Afro- that plug, right? Yeah. You drop, then you drop like an Afro beat type of. Uh, yeah, but that was just for Africa territory. That was just for Africa. That was just for Africa. And what's the name of that? That was um um uh what was the title I named that one? That was um that was Aconda. Aconda. Yeah, so 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 you saying you making a global? Album. Oh no! Like the basic, the, the original, back traditional to- Acon Acons. records. Right. Yeah, I, I was year? doing a lot of experimenting, just having fun with it. Right. I, had, I did an Afrobeat album, I did a Latin album, right. like I did a that just, shit was dope. I did an Indian, like Hindi album. You did, you did a, a Bollywood music? Yeah, I got, bro, I got Bollywood songs all through these movies. Oh, you killing it out Man, there. Man, having fun. I done did some K-pop records. Wow. Like, I'm, I was everywhere. Holy shit, he going wow. international for real. Absolutely. If you, even if you go to Dubai, you hear me speaking. I'm in records doing Arabic music. Like, I'm... <laughs> and it's you doing it no, it's in me. their language. It's me. Not AI. Not, not AI Arabic. doing it. Not no, it's AI. Me. Yeah. I could be AI right now. I could. How many languages do you know how to speak? Who, me? Yeah. No comment. That's Damn. a dangerous man right there. No, only because I be in rooms where I need to know what they oh, yeah, say. Right, they don't right. need to know what languages they speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. promise you, I hear it all. all right. It'd be hilarious, though. <laughs> right, right, It'd be right. so funny. And it's the right no comment, then. Yes, yes, yeah, that's the right no comment. <laughs> Keep it that you way. Gotta, you got to know. Yeah. Well, well, anything else um, you want to talk about? Um, yeah, but so I am excited about this new record I'm about to drop. It's um, done already. Yeah, the album's finished. Oh, wow. We're dropping at the top of the year. Traditional Akon Fourth sound. Quarter. Right? Yeah, like so people. Universal's dropping the best of Akon um, around, we're we thinking like around November, October, November time. And then shortly after that, I'll be introducing the brand new album. So December, uh, January? The yeah. Brand new album? It's, it's the timeline is October, November. Okay. If everything works as planned. Oh, you said the best of is October, November. Yeah, the best of. And then the album is dropping right, right after. after. So fourth month, quarter. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so be be prepared for the new holidays to be hearing some new music. Mm. Now now, I you know back then we used to drop singles. Right. We like nowadays they like it's no singles. It's just drop the album. Right. Everyone is biting off of Beyonce because Beyonce invented that. Like just drop the album. Right. Now, is you going to just drop the album or you? No, nah, it's, it's going to be a lead up. up. It's going to be a, a lead up, up. and that's that's why we're doing the the best of Akon releases first. Mm-hmm. You know, team up with Universal, activate my old fans and people. Right. Just kind of remind that's smart. them. That's smart. Remind them. You know, remind them. Get them back into the Akon's you know energy, and then just come with the new album. Right. Yeah. So we're going to lead it up. You, you're going to lead it up. Yeah. Two singles probably. Oh. oh no, we we everything is a single. There ain't no such thing as a okay. No, nah, we, whole we, albums. Is man, a thing. listen, the whole album dropping same day. Right, video and, for everything. Man, video for every single song. That's right. That we going makes ev- sense to me. Absolutely, it makes sense to me. Absolutely. And again, your dream artist to work with. The dream artist to work with is Sade. Ooh, that's, the that's best a lot of yeah. ever. It's a great. She's the only to artist left. Yes. In my list of artists that I wanted to work with that I haven't worked with yet. She seems untouchable. Like, you can't get to her. Yep. I don't have a connection to her. She's, like, invisible. <laughs> she's, she's like a what you said? She's, she's invisible. invisible. Oh, she's ill, man. She's like a wizard. I was like, as wow. many people as I know, I still haven't found one person that can get me to her. Yeah. yeah. How about Drake? I love Drake. He's my favorite artist today, right? You guys would make incredible music together. I think we definitely would. Yeah, no, for sure. I think we definitely would. Call it Salt Pepper. The, yeah, the only thing I think that stopped it was I, w- I just wasn't in the music space at the time. Right. But I think when I get back in, I think there's some great opportunities for me and Drake to do something crazy together. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah, it I would be. Drake. Yeah. yeah. Who else before we get up out of here? Um, 
Damn, you worked with everybody, bro. I have. It's only one rapper that I haven't worked with yet, and I still to this day can't figure out why. It's Jay-Z. Mm. He's the only one I haven't worked with yet. And I, I always thought that maybe it's because of the timing of our careers going this Probably way. Probably was the time. Yeah. It all, I mean, because, bro, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I don't know how you feel about me, but I always felt like that could be something that would be crazy. I think, I think that would complete, complete me from an urban music standpoint. Making that, making that happen. Yeah, I think that. I think, I think that would just, just be stupid. how that shit sounds. Yeah, yeah, I think that monstrous. would be. That would be crazy. Well, who, who would you prefer, you on his album or him on yours or both? I, I think it wouldn't make as a, long I as think, it's done. Yeah, I don't think. Oh yeah, I don't think it'd make a difference. <laughs> Get it done. Yeah, honestly, I prefer it on his album. because okay. I know it's, it, 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 it'll guarantee be pushed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, how about? How it, about it's oh, guaranteed yeah. to go number one. Right. How about Nas? Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, you know how long me and Nas been trying to connect? Jesus. It's 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 just, it's just been fate. Like, I promise you. Yeah. Believe me, that was supposed to have been happening. Me and yeah. Nas always trying to get together. But it's just, he's so international. I'm so international. It's just like, it's just being in the same place at the same time. And artists like me and him, we just don't see us working over the internet. We just got to right. be in a room yeah, together. No, absolutely. And I think that's why... Don't do it on the internet, Yeah, that's, that's the only reason why it, we, it didn't happen earlier. Because I think... It'd just be bigger if me and him was in the same room. That's what me and EFN say all the time. Like we, we, sometimes we, we do the say, uh, say analog or digital, right? And we always kind of like pick a analog, and, and the reason why is because I feel like the music that was made in the '90s, early 2000s, you can't compete. Yeah. It was better yeah. because we, can't we had a real. You mm -hmm. had to actually yeah. come to my studio. The culture of analog, you right? For the you energy to, you can't you, even you, you can't match you it. To get on, me yeah. and had to be in the same, same room. room, right? So, is you do you, do you think that's that's true? Like. Um, I think it depends on the, the artist, right? I think some chemistries are better when they separate it. That's yeah, true. some people that just make great music separated, but then when they get in the same room, the energy may be different because one may be shy, shy, one may be tensed up. Right. You just never really know. So in this generation, that works out better because a lot of these artists are very like antisocial. Right. They low key super weird. Like you get close to them, they just start. You you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. like, they don't. They but, quiet. They, they just mute. They don't say nothing. I'm like, right. damn, I've been here thirty minutes. Like, <laughs> you don't want to ask me nothing. Like, you know. What I'm but, but, but 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 come on, <laughs> artists was weird back then too. But not like this though. Yeah, damn, you kind of right. Damn. Yeah, right. but back then damn. they were forced to be together, so yeah, but, you can no. only be weird so long yeah. before you're like, damn, I'm acting but weird. But then the crazy part about it is when you DM them, they can't shut up. <laughs> right. Nigga, they hit you with 18 paragraphs. Like, like bro, I just asked a simple yes or no question. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, but that's that's all in, you know. Right, that's generational know, for it's sure. Generational for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, the other day, right? I seen the, I, I seen the uh, uh, a kid. I don't want to say his name, but we were sitting there, and he knew who Dominique Wilkins was. Mm -hmm. He knew who Chris Webber was. He knew who all these people who don't play. But him as a as a kid, right? But then someone asked him, and he's a, he's, a, he's a rapper. Someone asked him who KRS One was. He had no clue. Wow. Someone asked him who, who Rakim was. He had no clue. Someone asked him who Biggie Smalls was. Mm. He had a clue, but he wasn't. Do you think that's something that in hip hop and in our genre that we it's something that we should actually learn, like? Learn about our culture. Like, got, why would you learn it. about... If you, the same way you learn about basketball and you learn about these Apache U and sneakers, right. shouldn't you learn about Big Pun? Shouldn't you learn about well, Melly Mel? I, I agree. We should learn, but we just... We don't learn right. because, like, learning has to be motivated. Right. The reason why you know about a lot of these, you know, basketball players and 
some football players, for that matter, mm. they have these Hall of Fames that recognize them and their abilities. Mm. And also, you know, give them the just of their creation and present it to the people that might have not known what they're responsible for. Right. Hip-hop is the only music that we don't celebrate the founding fathers. Right. Wow. We don't have a foundation to help them because most of them in bad situations they paved the way for us like we yes. this is stuff that we as a culture just naturally just do right yeah they do it as a natural culture they hold museums teach each other history to the point where their history is being taught to us because we don't even have or preserve our own history right you can't blame them that's the only history that exists because they preserved it right when did we ever preserve African history right or black history Outside of the parts that just hurt us so bad that every time we do something and we fail, we use it as an excuse. You follow what I'm saying? So as a culture, we got to be better. Right. We have to, and it got to be with people that understand that that, you know, actually exists. And the people that actually has the power and the resources to actually make it happen. Like, that's something that would help us, believe it or not, because it keeps us empowered longer. Because right. this culture is not something, it's really up for grabs. Right. I don't care where you go in the world, like... Everywhere you go in the world, hip-hop exists. Yep. Yeah. But it exists in their language. And they're talking about their culture yeah. to the point where New York can't even claim it no more. That's right. Yeah. I've been saying that, yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Nah, but had New York created the museum. Which right now they are. Now the they have. Right fathers. now, the Universal Hip Hop yeah, Museum. Have, yeah. yeah. Use all the hip hop artists as a way of pushing people to it, though. It's okay to have it, but who's there? No, no, they just, they just, they're creating it now. Right. So building let's it right create, now. Like, right. like, we need to support it, though. They got a lot of support, though. The Nas behind it, and a lot of the founding fathers. There's a lot of people yeah. behind it, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and dope. Chuck D it's and, and, and yeah. Curtis Bloke and Karis One got all Because that history, man, we cannot allow it. But we're late. We're late. That's the thing. We're all late to it. It's all late. Right. Even why we created the show, right? Because there wasn't there wasn't a platform that was given a voice to artists that necessarily weren't on a press run anymore. Right, right, right. And that's why we did it because right. nobody was giving us a voice, right. a DJ and an MC that they felt was washed up and old. Right, right. Like right. now, okay, we gonna create our own platform. There you go. And we yeah. did, motherfucker. Man, congratulations. I want, to, I want to big you up, your staff, man. You know for coming through, man. Nah, thank Being you. Bro. Exactly who you are, man. Continue your success. We want to support you. If I don't, we don't care a fuck if you want to promote pink toenails. We don't care. <laughs> you can come on here anytime you want. Man, this appreciate is, this that, is, brother. So last time I, I got drunk, and uh, but this time I stayed sober because I wanted That's to give honor. you respect. That's I wanted to give you respect. That's I said, big. You know what? That. That's I big. Said, I, let, I let, know let, how big that let, is. Let, let, thank you. Let me chill. Let me let me let me stay sharp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he dissed me last time I said I wanted to be sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's because... Oh, no, 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 no. No. That's because the person that never been on the show before. He been on the show. Oh, we got drunk with him. Come on. I, I can't, you can't let a person who's never been on the oh, show... Oh, my God. We, we need the real EFN. Right, Come right. on, man. We, we, the real like, EFN is sober yeah, or drunk. It don't yeah. matter. No, no, no. Like, we need you to DJ. We need you to DJ. Come out and DJ, Let's man. Let's take the picture. Yeah, come on. We're going to take a picture and do some drops. Make some noise for fucking Acorn, yo. Drink Champs is a Drink Champs LLC production in association with Interval Presents. Hosts and executive producers, NORE and DJ EFN. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Listen to Drink Champs on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs, hosted by yours truly, DJ EFN and NORE. 
Please make sure to follow us on all our socials. That's at Drink Champs across all platforms. At the real Noriega on IG. At Noriega on Twitter. Mine is at Who's Crazy on IG. At DJEFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.